Hello, good evening, and welcome to another edition of the Cantina Mekin podcast. Glad to have you with us. It is uh, Thursday, January 11th, 2018, the second Thursday of 2018. Glad to have you guys with us. A lot to talk about tonight, and as always, we have our distinguished panel of guests to help us along with that. Uh, my name is John Jagu. You can listen to this and our previous editions of the podcast here on YouTube. You can also download them in the podcast center on iTunes. And uh, feel free to give us a like on Facebook. We have a Cantina Mickey's podcast page on Facebook. And uh, if you want to follow us on Twitter, you can do that as well. Uh, Albert uh, Campa is one who manages our Twitter handle. He'll join us a little bit later. But let's get right to it. Let's get right to our, our, our panel guests joining us from... Uh, from Long Island, we have uh, Rigoberto Raton Ayala. Sir, how are you? John, how are you? I'm doing great. Getting over this cold, finally. And and it's getting warmer in the Northeast, so that's always good. Well, uh, glad to have you. <laughs> well, it's good. apparently going to be cold, because I'm heading up to the Northeast myself this weekend. And, um, I'm bringing my Norwegian sweater and my my crazy parka. So. You, you know what's funny is that it, last week... It was in like the it was in like the low teens and like single digits. So this week it's up to like thirty five. It feels like summer up here. Yeah, I'll bet. I'm not even, I'm, I'm not even gonna lie. Like, I, like tomorrow it's supposed to be fifty in, here in New York. Like it's like want to go out in a t shirt. Well, I, th- I think you should. I think you should. But but, but glad that, that you're uh, that you're over your illness. I'm sure you were uh, happy uh, with your with, with your Chivas uh, getting a point in Toluca, which uh, we talked about last week. Is probably the toughest place. To play in Liga Meki, so anytime your team can walk away with something positive in the point column, it's always a good thing. So we'll talk about that a little bit later. But before we do that, let's uh, let's welcome the other member who has joined us out in Escondido, California. The the one and only Daniel Preciado, who is not only a member of the Cantina Meki's podcast, but he is also a fan of the team that sits currently in first place in Liga <coughs> Meki. Daniel Preciado, how are That's you? That's right. Feeling like a champion right now, yeah. as short-lived as it will be. Well, you know, I don't know how short-lived. You know, this 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 could be that that dream season that uh, that that fans always. Uh, you know, you can't win them all unless 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 you win the first one. So, but yeah, uh, good. Obviously, a really really good start. Lots of goals, which is a, a positive. So, so not only Dan uh, at the end of the season are they going to say that Santos is the Manchester City of of Liga Mekis, what they're going to be saying is Manchester City is the Santos of the EPL. Is this how good a season you're going to end up having? That's a, well, you know, your mouth, God's ears. <laughs> Daniel Pesado, good to have you with us. Glad that your uh, um, your team got off to a good start. You know, Pumas uh, as well uh, came from behind in in, in dramatic fashion to uh, to win three two and. Uh, at Pachuca, so uh, you know for Pumas, that goal, uh, that goal, like, was a thing of beauty, man. The the third goal with the back heel pass. I I yelled it like it was a like a Santos goal. I was just like amazed by by how perfect and beautiful that play that uh, yeah. worked out. I was you know, like, I, I, you know, like, once that once the the, the back heel went, went like went through perfectly, uh, like you're rooting for the goal so hard at that point. You're like, come on, right, just. Finish it, finish it. You know, and the best part about the goal was that he didn't have, you know, you know, a lot of strikers, uh, 
you know, make this huge mistake. You have to like power it past the goalie. And I don't know how many times you see, you know, guys just line up and just, you know, you know, think that they can just, you know, if they kick it hard enough, even if he stops it, it's still going to be a goal. And Castillo just passed it into the net, you know, you know, knowing that, that the goalie wasn't going to stop his, you know, he, all he had to do was just put it on, you know, the general direction he wanted to do. And just it was pick perfect. a spot and just pass it. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And uh, it, it it worked out. And, you know, for Pumas to get a win, that Alistusa signing was fantastic because, frankly, Pumas has been awful uh, ever since they got uh, inexplicably got rid of Matias Baritos, who I believe uh, is, is very close to signing with um, – there's somebody I read this week. It was it was over on the coast. And we'll uh, we'll talk. So I'm, I'm glad to see him back in the league. Yeah, but 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 Pumas and Santos both get wins in, in seasons where they absolutely positively have to get you know twenty or so twenty or so points, so that they don't have to deal with the uh, the specter of, of of the drop zone as, uh, as 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 other teams do. Or, or as they as they may have to, rather, depending on, on how well they do. Well, like you said, you know, Pumas um, is going to have to deal with that with that season for a bit longer. So you want to start building up that cushion now. Uh, so Santos, I mean, if they keep going like this, they can they can work themselves out of the mess uh, pretty quickly, actually. Absolutely. Yeah, there 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 is no question, and uh, you know, like you said, you know, Santos, as you pointed out earlier this week, Dan said that they got rid of a lot of. Uh, <laughs> Unnecessary pieces cast them off over to uh, to Chivas. Fool's gold. Uh, no, I'm kidding. Fool's I'm gold. Actually, actually, those guys are really good players, <laughs> and they should they should. Uh, I mean, I'm I don't necessarily think uh, that Chivas needed another you know attacking midfield. How many attacking midfielders do Chivas have? We got like twelve of them. Yeah, yeah exactly. I, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't think we needed guys on the lot to be honest. Um, but I feel like maybe they felt. Orbelin maybe might drop back into like a, a more defensive role, um, but really, it was, he, I, I didn't think he was necessary. He was, he was, he definitely wasn't uh, 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 something that they needed. I thought they needed they needed center backs, um, and they needed a defensive midfielder. So we let ours go. Maybe a striker. Well, we got Ronaldo. Um, but definitely not an attacking midfielder. But I think maybe they're looking to, for the future. If a Pizarro leaves or Orbelin leaves, or yeah, but that's the thing about Pizarro is, is that he has to play, you know, you know, balls to the wall, crazy good, you know, for 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 for, for, for Chivas to even entertain an offer of, of, of selling him. I mean, he's he's not going anywhere with the money that they paid for him. It's just you know they, they're gonna they're gonna squeeze out every. You know, every drop of what, every drop of juice out of that deal. Would they pay John uh, eighteen million? Well, that's reported. Something you know, reported you know, knows what the, what the real number was. But I mean, regardless, I, I mean, mean if that's Ch- true. I mean, you're right. I mean, that's just an insane amount of money. You know, we talk about this all the time on the show. I mean, Chivas have they, they pay a, like a double premium. Yeah, for for players. For players, so I mean, you know, players that would normally like. And that might be another angle, John. They, they get them get these players uh, before their their value jumps up too high. Right, that's probably what kind of like rolling the dice a little bit. That's probably what they're trying to do with with uh, guys from the Valle and and Ronaldo Cisneros. It's trying to get them before their value is too high, um, so that they can so that so so a player like that they can get can move on move move yeah. off, ship off. Yeah, in, in case it doesn't work out. 
well, even if it does work out, it would it would be a certain you know definitely another way to uh, to uh, you know negotiate. It is a way to circumvent that that gnarly penalty for 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 fielding only Mexicans. You know, it's uh, you know I'm not going to. I sincerely hope they start to think about it. You know, if 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 that becomes a practice for them, it could actually be quite brilliant, actually, for Chivas to do that. If there's enough teams that are spitting out some decent kids, yeah. Like I thought that kid from Toluca who scored the goal against Chivas. Um, what's his name? Let me pull it up. I thought he. I thought he was. He's really, really good. Yeah. Um. I forgot what his name well, let's, was. Let's talk about Chivas since Ernesto brought, Vega. Since you brought them up, Mister Mister Ayala, we should we should we should talk yes. a little about Chivas because they uh, you know were in the news again this week. They said, oh, you know what, Alanis can 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 go ahead and play after all. You know, we'll, we'll you know where. I mean, seriously, what a mess it was. Uh, I mean, how, how many times could they? You know, there's like a rake in front of them. They step on the rake, hits them in the face, they fall. They're like, oh, I'm not going to, you know, and they did it like five times in a row. I'm definitely not stepping on the rake this time. There's definitely so many layers to this and like so many like dropping of the ball. Like it was, it was just bad. Like uh, I heard earlier this week or on Monday that Alanis supposedly had had offers from Monterrey, Tigres. In Querétaro for three-year deals. Yeah, but I mean, you have to wonder who, who, uh, who's putting this out. Yeah, exactly. Is it his agent that's putting that out, or? Well, apparently, his agent, who's Italian, wanted him to go to Europe. Um, like he just wanted him to go to Europe, and so that's supposedly that's that was his stance. And then, then you have the club who doesn't want him to play. But isn't he a little too old to go to Europe? I don't know. I mean, is is he, is he even he's good? Twenty-six. I mean, he can play in. I don't think he's good enough to go to Europe, but I mean, Massa went to Europe. Yeah, but Massa was much better than Aranis uh, when he went. I mean, Massa played. You know, he didn't actually play in the World Cup, but I mean, he'd been, you know, uh, on the national team for 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 a solid four or five years before he before he even went. I mean, Aranis, and, he, and yeah, even amongst cool. Troncos, he seems he seems um, considerably faster uh, than Aranis. Aranis is twenty eight. Yeah. He's twenty eight. Holy smokes! Yeah, he's How's a guy like that twenty eight? That's crazy. I mean, yeah, that there's. So I, I'm not even sure that that's even true. His age? No, that he no <laughs> that he, he wants to go to Europe. <laughs> that he wanted to go to Europe. I mean, did, did he really want to go to Europe? I don't know. What was the rumor, Getafe? Well, supposedly now that he's coming back, Bergara saying that he's going to play six months and then after the World Cup go to Europe. Well, yeah, it's because he's going to be on. He's going to be a free agent. But Chivas who, won't have. Who in won't Europe would want? Who in Europe would want a twenty-eight-year-old? Exactly. If he's cheap and free, then I mean, that's true. For free, I guess. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I mean, that makes them that makes them a, a lot more attractive because they're 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 not really investing anything in them, really. So if they kind of think that they can, he can fill a a, a role. Then, well, uh, I can, again, I can see, I can see him not embarrassing himself on a, on a lot of teams in a lot of leagues over there. What was most telling about this whole ordeal uh, was was the fact that the coach 
the general manager and the owner all had a different position, or at least a diff- uh, an, an established, a different established public position, and as and and, and, and what to do with the, and the player. And then the one that I really feel bad for was uh, was the coach having to say, "Well, you know, he's not in our plans." You know, and then and then and then they send out the you know the guys that they send out. It's like how can I, how on earth could a, how a guy you know a national team player, a guy who, when healthy, has been, you know, decently enough for sure to start for Chivas and start consistently. I mean, let's. I mean, he's not like a you know a world beater, but he's not terrible either. I mean, I mean, it's, it's not like, you know, there are no jokes in Guadalajara about it. Every time they score the goal, you know, Alanisada. You know, it just it just yeah. it's not that this doesn't happen with the guy. So there was obviously something, you know, there was extra cancha that was going on in that situation that obviously we're never going to be privy to, even though but, they, they always say, un día les sabrán la verdad, and then no one ever says it. Yeah, nobody ever says anything. You know what, John, though? True to his word, though, he said he was going to fix it. Who, Vergara? He did say yeah, that. I mean, he said he was going to rectify it on some level. Like I didn't, we, we didn't really know what what he what he meant, but maybe that meant just like, hey, you know what? And I think maybe just it's just the, the horrible publicity that it, that that it created. That that's what I, I think, think it was, was like damage control. Is like let's just let's just let him play and um, try to save a little bit of face, and then. Well, do you think Dan that uh, Vergara walked in to see? I wish we we need we need another Chivan here. I know that uh, we have. Uh... Rigo, but this would be a great because uh, because Chivas Chivas fans always have their own their own theories. But uh, do you think that uh, he walked into Higuera's office and uh, just and just you know read him the riot act? Is that so? Well, who made you pulp in this dump, huh? So pretty uh, much. Well, supposedly, supposedly after after his uh, interview or during his interview, he said that there's going to be some shaking up of the front office. I mean, that can only be one thing. <laughs> so there's going to be he should have said there's going to be a new general manager. <laughs> and he did say that he did say that like Almeida was still going to be the sporting director or whatever he is that he does on on that side. Um, but for him to fire, you get it. I mean, I just I don't know. I mean, I wouldn't put it past him, but it would just seem irrational to do it. I get it. They dropped the ball. It was bad PR. But I would fire him. Yeah, it was uh, – well, I mean, it wasn't just bad PR. I mean, I mean, the, I mean it all stemmed from something. Yeah. And that something was that they didn't want this cat to uh, – but even still, though, if, uh, like, why, why make such a stink about it? Though it just seemed like a really dumb way to handle it. Just, I, I don't understand what you gain by Benching shaming the, the guy and sending him to 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 to. Even if he's not in your plans, let him just say the right thing. You know, well, you know, he's practicing with everybody else. You know, and you know, and I'm, I'm playing. I'm going to play the best player or whatever. Whoever whoever's best form, whatever. And then you can say that publicly, and then just. Don't play him, but to put him to to put him like with the with the youth squad or whatever he was playing with is, I mean that that's just a like a bitter move that everybody caught on and that everybody just kind of like rightfully kind of just 
chastised him for yeah, it. You know, it was, it was, it was, it was. You know, whatever decision that was made to to have this this rift between the the player and club was just exacerbated by just one terror, one bad decision after the other. I mean, and by the end of it, I mean it was, uh, you know, they dug themselves such a hole that, that they had no choice but to. Uh, you know, you know, bring them back and then, and then pretend like 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 nothing had had, had ever happened. It was just a. But you know, at least we get a glimpse as to the managing style of a uh, Igera. Yeah. Iron Cause... fist type of a uh, of uh, of management humiliation. He probably makes his uh, assistants wear dunce hats if they if they if they fuck up somewhere. That's it. I cannot work under these conditions. <laughs> yeah, and then and then and then. I mean, I said it in the last podcast, he threw Almeida under the bus. Twice. On football, on football Picante. <laughs> and then he made Almeida go. I don't I mean, I don't know if it was directly him or, or Vergara, but he made, he made them, um, go on, on, you know, national television, say, you know, say what he had to say about benching the player. And then he made him go back on TV and, and take it all back. He made him do that twice on TV. He made it in both press conferences. In the first one, he was on, uh, on May that was in the orders to say, "Oh, this guy's you know he's not he's not part Definitely. of the, our plans." And then you know one week later, you know, I was just kidding about that not part of the plans. <laughs> I mean, come on! I mean, it was just I just feel so bad for the guy. You know, I mean, it, it, it's stuff like that that makes you, uh, you know, I mean, I mean, how 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 is how does that sit with him at the end of the season? We you know win or lose for on May that would be made to you know look. You know, look, look I at, know. I don't want to use the word ridiculous, but just, you know, just, just make the whole team just look so bad. And, uh. It was just, it was terrible PR. Really bad. Yeah. Now, as, as far as the, you know, the actual Chivas fan, I mean, I'm, I mean, I'm a, I'm a outside observer, you know, a, a neutral witness to the, to this, this whole stuff. Chivas isn't usually as much of a train wreck as other teams, but, uh, you know, they have their moments. It's certainly a novella. But, uh, you know, as far as Chivas fans, I mean, I mean, who, you know, people always take sides. I mean, I mean, is there is are there any sides to take here other than just to realize that everyone is, you know, to and to a very small degree, but see a certain degree, the player just acting all like, all, you know, all the buffoon in this whole thing. I mean, I mean, I I think every fan is different. I think like it depends on your perspective. Like I know, like talking to my dad, my my dad, like my dad was was like, he had to have done something. Like, what did he do for the club to treat him this way? And then, like from my perspective, like I just, I just think the club dropped the ball. Like they just handled it completely incorrectly. Like I blame the club. You know, maybe like, it was he, some, uh, some extra conscious. He was banging cocktail waitresses two at a time. It could be. It could be. I mean, he 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 could have definitely gotten on his high horse. You know, let the national team call ups get to his head, and um, you know, demanded certain stuff the team didn't well, want to do. Was he starting to... last year, last season? Yeah. 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 And he's been starting for. What two or three years, right? Well, when he's been healthy, he's been when starting. he's been healthy, he's starting. Yeah. yeah, I mean, he's he's he is the you know one of one of the inavomibles. You know, inavomibles. I can't say it right now. You know, uh, I know what you mean. Fixtures on the roster. Inavomibles. Yeah, when you. when he's when he's healthy, he's starting. Um, but yeah, so uh, for, for, for them to you know to to pretend that he wasn't part of their plans, I mean, it was just like, come on. Ay, ay, ay. Ay, ay, But, I mean... It could have been something uh, as simple as mouthing off to, to the guy. 
It could have been. Or like, you know what? Like, I'm not signing your contract, and, and that's that. Or I want more money. And they were like, we don't want to pay you I don't, I mean, I don't know. Like, we don't, we don't Maybe know. Maybe Alanis was yeah. that, that guy that got really drunk at the Christmas party and said some pretty awful stuff. He Maybe could have. That, I mean, that might have been it. Yeah. He got into a screaming match. That happened last season, was, last, se- last season was bad, so who knows what was going on in that locker room. Right. Well, we'll talk about uh, Chivas a little later, but uh, I guess we'll the, the other. Chivas well is not here because uh, he he he'd probably be able to lend us uh, some pretty decent oh, uh, theories. I am sure that uh, when Joel uh, hops on with us uh, here in about uh, twenty minutes, that he will. Uh, well, we'll have to we'll have to break out the X Files music for. For 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 Joel's, uh, you know, it's like, birthday today, right? Some of, his, some of his theories. Is it his birthday? Oh, he said it was this quince. Oh well, there you go. Well, happy birthday, Juan! Wow, and he's still going to be on the show. That is that Lucky is dedication. That, that is, is dedication. 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 Yeah. Well, well, he still has to get on the show. So. All right. That is true. That is uh, that is true. Now, now the other big story we want to talk about uh, before we do a deeper dive in some other topics here in the Cantina Mekis podcast is uh, the, the big news out of uh, London today that uh, that West uh, Chicharito has put, or rather uh, West Ham has put Chicharito on the lista de transferibles for the uh, the transfer market, and there are some. Uh, some options afoot for Chicharito if if it doesn't uh, if it doesn't uh, work out for him, which doesn't appear like it's that it's going to. It, it's it's terrible, but it's also fantastic. You know, I mean, he, this is his lifeline. I've Get heard the hell I, out of there. I've it heard is. Crystal Palace. Yeah, uh, I've heard LAFC. I think that'll happen in in July and August. Um, I know Chivas wants him. I mean, they 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 try to get him before. Well, that'd be the only place he could play in Mexico. Yeah, he probably plays, and 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 for him, he, he probably would, wouldn't want to play anywhere else. Maybe Morelia, because I know that he spent a lot of time there as a kid. Um, Which, frankly, honestly, uh, like a, a, a Chicharito Ruidias combination, Morelia would be outstanding. I was going to say, that makes some instant contenders right yeah, there. No kidding. They have a pretty decent squad. But, but anyway, that's, a, that's just a... Yeah. Yeah, just a, a quick thought. As you were saying, Rigon, didn't mean before. Uh, no, it's fine. Um, that, those, are, those are the only teams that I've heard. Uh, I mean, I think he needs to leave West Ham ASAP. I mean... Yeah, and, and and it's not that you know it's not that West Ham. I mean, it's just because you know the coach situation. If if the coach David doesn't Moyes, rate you, yeah. yeah, then then there's and if you have an opportunity and he has an opportunity, you know, then it's hard. To, it's hard to play well when you're when you're when you know the guy doesn't all, already kind of doesn't like doesn't your style, like and, and if anything, it, it makes you kind of try harder in a sense, right? Harder than like you know, kind of like a you know. What's that saying? Um, work smarter, not harder. You know, and, and, and the yeah. Worst for, yeah, and the worst thing for Chicharito is that when he finally does get to play, you know, they play him in such a defensive posture that <coughs> that, that uh, you know, he, you know, aside from the fact that that's just not, you know, it, it, it didn't play to his strengths at all. You know, and then he's you know he's rusty on top of everything else. 
And, uh, you know, when he, when he, you know, finally could have any kind of plays on goal, I mean, they're attacking with like two and three guys at a time. I mean, it just, it was just, it was, uh, it was, it definitely did not make Chicharito. Uh, you, you honestly, guys, you, you guys, you guys don't think though that some other European team, like a decent team out there is going to say, yeah, I'll take them. I'll tell you what, if I, I, um, I have to, to refresh myself with, with who's in the, cause I would love for Chicharito to go to a team that's playing in the Champions League and that has a, a chance to, you know, at least make it to the quarters and maybe, you know, you know, the semis. That like, would be I, I don't, I could see maybe possibly a return to Manchester. Why not? I mean, if he's going to be on the cheap because they want to get rid of him or something, like, I don't know how United? that works, you know, you know, and Mourinho, Mourinho he's has, a fan. Has sent flowery, yeah. He he he's like I could score a lot of goals with that guy, and I'm all right with him being a super sub role on a on a top team like that. Yeah, I mean, if he's if he's getting if he's getting forty minutes, I think I think that's that's solid. Forty minutes a game, maybe well, even forty more. minutes a game where he where he can play to his strength, not yeah, you know, forty minutes a game where he's the lone striker. Where all you know, all all eight of his other teammates or nine of his other teammates are are uh, you know all in the in 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 their in their defending third of the field. You know what is he supposed to do there? It. Uh, what about what about like a Roma or a Sevilla? Who's the striker at Sevilla? I know that Sevilla has, uh, has 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 thought of him before, and they had that uh, they had that Clement guy back out there for a while. Not, but I think that they've. That they went and got another one. They got Sarabia, Correa. I don't know any of those guys. They have Guido Pizarro there from Tigres. Um, I mean, but that's a, that's a that's, that's, that's just, a Champions uh, League club. Uh, I'm just thinking that there 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 cannot be a shortage. Uh, there there has to be several teams that would be interested in in in, in getting them on their team. I, I I mean they 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 cannot possibly like he hasn't just lost it overnight. No, no, he's he plays on he plays on a team that that made a coaching change. You know, obviously hindsight the, with the coaching change too. But even before that, they they, they were playing terribly. Uh, he wasn't really getting a whole lot of chances, and it, it just it wasn't a good fit. Uh, it, it it didn't work out. They they don't they they're not a team that's going to be creating a ton of chances and and you know he needs he needs service. Yeah, he needs somebody to feed him. Yeah, exactly. Uh-huh. I mean, he he is uh, you know he is a six yard striker. He's a, a six you know uh, a six yard box striker, and there's nothing. And, wrong in, and in moments and in moments he's he is effective out in the wing and 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 dropping back a bit. He 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 does do all that well also, you know, but. But you know, his his the bulk of his time needs to be ending the play, trying to, and and that's where he he always Me- seems to succeed the most because he also opens up the opens up for for the other for the other uh, striker or the or some, or the or the winger you know just because he drags right. defenders so so I well. Mean, even in that goal that uh, that Andy Fowler scored or uh, Andy Carroll or Andy Fowler Andy Carroll scored uh, that game winner that West Ham got a few weeks ago. I mean, that's exactly what Chicharito did. Is, is is that he was pulling uh, two, and then you know a third one was kind of lagging, and then Andy Carroll was was wide open on the wing because there was nobody covered because they were all worried about Javier, who by the way was also open on the play. 
So, but the, 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 despite the fact that he was being ch- you know chased by by two or three guys, you know, he was able. Yeah, he does and, a lot and, of and things. I, oh yeah, he. I have never. Well, he is as good a, a, a striker as far as splitting defenders as there is on the planet. I mean, there's no question yeah. that his his the, his ability inside the box to to find space and get open is it's probably some is, of the best is, in the world. Yeah. Yeah, I he, mean, I would. He does a really good job of that. No, he's he's just he's he's a, that is that is that is his key strength. I think. I mean, I w- I wouldn't mind seeing him playing in front of Pulido for six months, to be honest. But that's just me. Okay, so those are those are his options. So let's 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 weigh the realistic options for Chicharito. You know, the, the, I think the most realistic, unfortunately, is he's probably going to stay. So yeah, I, I would put that at about yeah. like forty percent. Yeah, I mean, definitely. You know, you don't, you don't just, the bench. Right, you don't just get rid of your leading scorer when you're in a relegation thing. I mean, you know, coach, why don't you change your system to adapt to what you have instead of forcing players to play what you want? You know, at, at this time, I mean, I understand that you're in a relegation. I mean, why would it, I feel like I feel like West Ham should have at least you know, Cheech is their biggest player. Like, you know, consult him about the manager that you're trying to bring in. Oh, they would never. Talk to the players, you kid. And then, and then, why would you bring in David Moyes, who is just terrible? Well, I mean, he's not terrible, but I mean, he's not. You know, he's not a. You know, a. a you know, he's not an, a, an attack-minded coach, especially when the team's in relegation. I mean, it's, it's just not going to happen. You know, now I will say that that Leverkusen, his first year when he went there, also had a very slow start, and it was looking like. Uh, you know what, what's going on here, but they but they turned it around enough to the point where they ended up qualifying for the Champions League, and a lot of that was was due to Chicharito because they had a run in you know right after the winter break that they were just winning games left and right. But, he was scoring, but that team is was ultra offensive though. And, and, and that's the kind of team that he needs to go to. He needs. I would love for Chicharito to go back to the Bundesliga. I think the Bundesliga fits him very well. I don't know why he didn't stay there. Maybe there wasn't enough uh, tacos de trompo in, uh, in 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 Cologne. Maybe right. maybe the relationship soured with some of the players. Well, I remember I mean, they I lost they lost those. their coach too. I mean, you know, again, a new coach, new coach comes in, and you know, Chicharito's also. I mean, at this point, it's you know, it's it's definitely going to be uh, an interesting decision. Okay, so so. Probably stay at West Ham, so he can go to. I mean, Chivas would probably be the the the, the one that makes the second most sense. I mean, I, I'd love to see him there, but will he go? Probably not. I, I realistically, I don't think so. I mean, not but even... I mean, I mean, for a six month loan, though, why not? Well, how long is this contract? Well, it's his first year at West Ham, so I'm sure his contract is probably two or three years for sure. Maybe probably three. West Ham wants yeah. here. Here's the deal: if it's not going to work out with 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 Moises Chicharito, they should just understand that now. If they loan out Chicharito, and he ends up, you know, getting getting you know playing himself back into back into rhythm and getting on a hot streak, and then goes to the World Cup. Scores three or four goals, you know. Maybe gets a late winner against some, you know, a shocking late winner against three somebody. or four goals. Really? I mean, just hey, he's he scored 
That's scored. Man, I, hey, man, I'm, I'm hoping I see it. Well, three, four goals. Ben, that's a ton, Wait a second. We paid this much for him. We can sell him for this much more. You know, it would. Yeah. It, it, it is good business for them. If, if they're not going to play him, if it's if it's if he doesn't fit, then you know the, what do they have to lose? I just think that when they make it, when they publicize it like that, it it's, it just seems like a clear sign that they don't want him. Please take him. Well, like I said, if it's a new, the, yeah, the new coach, and if they want to just eat eat it, then I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I I will say that honestly, the United you know, fans they, love him. They love him. Yeah, they do. They want him back. Some of them want him back. So I think even a lot of the West Ham fans feel that he's he's being wasted on some level. You know that it's not all on him. That is honestly, I think the uh, the, the the third most likely place where he would end up is, is Manchester United. Really over LAFC? Uh, well, I, th- I think LAFC is going to happen. I just think it's going to happen right now. I think it'll happen after the World Cup. I think it'll happen after the World Cup. Yeah, because their 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 season won't even be starting for right. a while either. Yeah, yeah, he won't get play. He won't play till March. So that, that's two months of activity that he won't have. I mean, the, the, so, I, mean the, 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 I think the Mexicans abroad need to make moves to teams where they play, where they're allowed well, to play. I know. Uh, I, mean, uh, I heard Raúl Jiménez. I heard America. He ain't going anywhere. I heard America inquired about him, and they 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 wouldn't loan him to America. He's not going anywhere. I mean, if I mean again, and uh, you know, they can you can spin it however you want, but if you're a player and you're and, and you're at a team that that makes its living on selling players, and you spurn a fifty-something million dollar deal, there's going to be some consequences. Whether people want to admit it or not, and uh, I think because of that. Uh, Raul Jimenez is going to stay at Benfica and play sparingly the rest of his contract. He he spurned the deal. Yeah, he was the one that said no. I did not know that. Yeah, to go where? China. To go to China. Yeah. Oh, I mean, I can see why he would say no. Right, but you know, Benfica didn't think so. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's it's very unfortunate. I mean, it's uh, so that's why I do believe that it's going to be hard for him. Well, that's why to, it's imperative uh, that they, these guys have. I think everybody's sincerely hoping their hardest that they have good World Cups because that'll be their right. chance to 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 sell them. Yeah. So, so outside of those three, then I would probably put uh, somewhere else in Europe. And then, you know, the last one being LAFC. For now, I think it'll happen. I just don't think it's going to happen that soon. But uh, we do have uh, we do have folks, and it sounds like somebody is on the side of a freeway. I'm not sure who that is. Selling oranges? Yeah, but we do have... That, that's <laughs> me, John. Yeah, you are you... Uh, how many naranjas do you have left car. to sell? How many naranjas do you have left to sell, Joel? I'm in my last, my last batch. Yeah. Joel, is it, uh, is it your birthday today, Joel? No. No, but it's my quinceanera, John. Fake news. My my quince doing uh doing this stuff. I did, oh, I yeah? did my first article in '03. It was La Volpe. La Volpe takes over. What actually was was it? What December '02 or 
Yeah, I think it was 0-2. Then you missed it by a year, so it's uh, you you missed it, Hoyle. No, but I counted. I counted as. I counted. I counted as the next. But yeah, ya estoy, ya estoy, ya estoy So that was. Well, we wished you a happy birthday. We did. So it's your birthday now. Rigo is my chambelán honor. Yeah. January 11th is your new birthday. <laughs> do, do they have quinceañeras uh, on the East Coast there, Rigo? Uh, yeah, they do. They do. I've been a part of a few. I've, uh, whenever that Tryon song comes on, I can't help but just do the dance uh, to one of the quinceañeras I was in. It doesn't matter where I'm at. That song El Vals? Yeah. Uh, I just, I autom- like, as soon as the song comes on, I automatically just start doing the dance without even, like, thinking about it. Um. I was probably like in six of them, man. I, I was like the the, the the guy to pick. Well, I don't want to toot my own horn. Congratulations, <laughs> You're so modest. Uh, you know, I was after about the sixth or seventh time they picked me. I was definitely tired of it. I mean, I went to two proms that that uh, says anything about me. Two proms. You make a good date. One is that one. I went to a senior as a junior. So, there's is that. that. Not, is that not a normal thing? Because I did that too. Oh, okay. I mean, I, I didn't think so. Yes. Yeah, so, so did I. I didn't, I didn't know <laughs> Bruce's <Yeah>. bubble. <laughs> <laughs> well, Joel, uh, we're, we're, we're glad you're on. Now, actually, uh, but before we jump into other stuff, I do have, I do want to make mention of the fact that uh, one of our uh, now that we have uh, and uh, Albert uh, Chiki Scampa uh, joins us. Uh, Chiki, where are you joining us from tonight? Are you are you uh, over on the over on the east side, or are you uh, elsewhere? No, I'm back home. You're back home. Well, uh, uh, back. thanks, thanks, thanks for joining us. How was uh, how was jujitsu tonight? Oh, it was uh, last night. The last two nights oh. actually. Did you make anybody uh, submit to your to your dominance? Uh, yeah. I believe so. We did ten ten minute rounds last night, though, so I was about to I was about to throw up. But uh, yeah, it was good. It was fun. Normally, normally it's five minute rounds, but ten minute rounds is uh, a little much. Ten ten minute rounds, wow. Yeah, that's uh, that's crazy. Well, I, I do want to mention uh, we have a, a viewer who who had asked us. And this I think this first is the first time that this has happened in our. Our 100 number of shows that we've had that that a viewer has has asked us questions to answer, and this is uh, Eduardo D. He doesn't want to give his full name because he doesn't want people to know that he listens to the show. Apparently, <laughs> Eduardo D. Well, I'm assuming lives in New York. Um, has has three questions. This is the first question. He says, uh, "Since we were talking about alternative teams for struggling Europeos for minutes that are uh, not MLS, any rumors out? Well, we obviously have been talking about Chicharito." Uh, I just saw a rumor that uh, that Miguel Layun could possibly be headed over to Real Betis. Uh, the, those are the only rumors that I've heard at, at, at this point. Uh, gentlemen, do you guys have any, any rumors uh, to uh, satiate the, uh, the 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 quench for knowledge that our that our friend Eduardo D has in this topic? The only random rumor that I had heard was about Chucky, but that. That doesn't really answer his question, though. He's talking about the guys who aren't seeing minutes. Well, I think we also covered uh, uh, Raul Jimenez. At least, I mean, Joel, you might you might feel differently. Uh, I think that because of the fact that uh, that uh, Raul Jimenez 
spurned the the, the big fifty plus million dollar deal with the Chinese team that he's is not going to go anywhere for Benfica and they're not going to do anything to kind of help him get anywhere. I mean, I, I would I would expect they they're hoping he has a, a good World Cup. So that's going to be uh, the only place that he's going to have a vitrina is uh, is at the World Cup because as far as the minutes go, not so much. I think that's the case for about four of them. All the Porto guys. Well, the Porto the guys Porto, seem uh, to be uh, uh, in a rotation. Well, um, Herrera's had a pretty decent year, uh, from 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 what I can see. He's had a pretty good year. Decatito's, uh, you know, it's understandable his situation. Right. You hope he, he he's a. Uh, his head's all, all all in the right place, you know. By by the time the World Cup comes around, you know, because obviously he's still dealing. You know, I'm sure he's still dealing with with a lot with the with the loss. So that kind of thing, you know, you, you kind of understand. But Reyes seems to have um, worked himself in, and so uh, it's it's not it's not that dire. But I think all those guys, if they want to make a move to to a big team, it's got to happen over the summer. Right, and. Uh... And I'm sure these teams didn't get them to keep them. Yeah, I mean, especially the Portuguese teams. I mean, they're not. That's just not who they are, or what they. You know, particularly Porto, for sure. Benfica. You know, maybe not as prolific, but they certainly uh, like that part of the business as well, or, or or excel on that part of the business as well. Um, you know, as far as anybody else, I mean, obviously Los Losano's doing well, and. Uh, and I'm having a. But you know, uh, I, you know having a terrific to kind of answer his question, though, yeah. I, I think, well, it's a concern. You know, the the team is. There's been players that have not seen a whole lot of minutes that have gone to the World Cup and performed well. So, so having consistent playing time isn't a guarantee that you're gonna that they're gonna walk in and super sharp. Is it ideal? No, but but. You never know. You, you never know the, the the team, especially in, in the group stages. They they tend to they tend to get themselves up, up for it. So I, I expect the same thing. I'm not overly concerned. To, I, I would playing. prefer I would prefer they, they, that that they go into going into the World Cup. They've they've been playing. Joel? Well, in the last World Cup, we saw some problems with players being exhausted. So. This, this could work, you know. But when you got bien descansados, all of, all of these guys that the Santos and and Jimenez and you know they're gonna be well rested, rearing to go. They will definitely not have as much tread on the tires <laughs> as, as 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 some of the players from from the other teams. All right. So next question we have from Eduardo Deep asks. Do you think Liga MX should become an export league and sell Mexicans at cheap prices? Uh, it's never going to happen. Yeah, Mexico, it's never. I mean, it's been. They want to become more of an importers league. Well, the cheap prices thing. It's like you're not going to do all that work to sell it cheap. There's, there's. I mean, who would do that? You know, why, why are you going to put so much work in investment and years? And then just let them go. I mean, I, I see why he thinks that way because South America, you know, 
and and uh, you know players go for cheap compared to Europe, right, but, but, that's, but, that's but to them model. it's yeah no, but to them it's it's that's a bit more money. Uh, Mexico deals with more money than pretty much the majority of South America, so you know getting two million, even like five is is nothing for it's just not worth it. Right. Now, I do think that Mexico will sell, and and, and frankly, and well, we'd like to uh, uh, ask you this uh, here in a minute. Um, but uh, you know, with the fact that MLS is going to be expanding to as you know, we we talked about this every week to thirty-two teams or twenty teams, you know, whatever the number is, that's a lot of positions. And if and if Mexican players aren't going to get the opportunities in Mexico, and they're plenty good enough to play in Liga MX, and they're plenty good enough to play in MLS. You know, I would uh, if I if I were MLS, I I would look to Liga Mekis like like for this like this kid uh, uh, the, the 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 Santos forward that's now at Chivas Cisneros Ronaldo Cisneros. Yes. Now he might, he might you know show some flashes, but but if he just they're just guys in front of them, they're just too good, and you know, it just it, it is what it is. He he has been wasting his time in Liga MX, John. To be honest, the player at his age. He should have way more playing time. Like the amount of minutes he has for, I think his birthday just passed. Not sure if he's 21 or 22, but it's, it's, it's almost nothing. It's, it's, it's ridiculous. And, and for the talent he's shown, it's, it's just, you know, he's wasting away. Yeah, he is. So, so why not, why not go to the new expansion team in Nashville? For, uh, for Mexico to become an exporter, an export league, uh, I, I, I desire that for League MX. But if you look at the national team getting players, getting uh, Pocho players like Jonathan Gonzalez, that's never going to happen. We're relying on U.S. youth on the national team. Who, so that who is? Mexico. The Mexican national team is. No. They're never lying on U.S. How, how are we going to be an exporters league if we're... Thank you, John. <laughs> we're needing importers into the national team. So it's, it's just... It's we're, just we're, we're really cheeky. One player, and now and all of a sudden, that, that's, that, that changes the paradigm. Come on. It's not just let's one be, player. Let, let's be we got, we, got, we got America with a starting gringo uh, defense, or Joe Corona. Uh, What's wrong with that? So, Do you so have how a problem we, with the Argentines? What difference does it make? How are we going to have a uh, an exporters league when Mexicans can't even? I mean, what 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 percentage? Well, I'm just curious. Well, what percentage of these of the, of the of the entirety of the quote unquote Mexican player is, is made up of players that are that are that that, that were born in the U.S.? I'm just I'm just what is it like 10, 15 percent? Maybe, maybe. Yeah, it's, a it's a small amount. All right. So so then why why are you clutching your pearls over this? Because we're we, how are we going to be an exporters league if we can't even have if if Cisneros has to go to MLS? Okay. Mexico doesn't want to be an exporter league. The owners don't don't want that. Right. They're never they going to be an exporter league. They make too saying. much money. They make too much money already buying, selling South Americans, yeah, man. If there wasn't any money, even if the it's money wasn't. Mucho lavado ahí. Even if money wasn't an issue, the quality of players that Argentina and Brazil have to to dominate and to fill up their whole entire league is is plenty. And then they send all these players out to Europe. And Mexico can't even fill up their own league with with, uh, with their players because Mexico 
is not an exporter's league. Mexico is an importer's that's, league. That's a problem. That and, and they're not oh, developing yeah. the players. They're, I think we talked about this. There, there's obviously uh, yeah, we have. <laughs> there's obviously a disconnect <laughs> between between uh, making that step to primera because in the youth level they, they seem to be doing more than that as far as the national team go. So. Good lord! You are, you are, you are, are you okay? Building a stage over there? Well, I think he's 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 hacking into his phone. No, like, my my. I dropped I dropped my um my earpiece, but I'm gonna say it's it's the culture of Mexican soccer because once once the league changed to the short format season, you know we changed the way we we um just review the game. So for teams, it's more important to qualify to Liguilla. You know that's that's even though it's half a season, we see it as a full season. Right. And 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 having one bad half a season, it's already. A fracaso and, and they'll See, fire a coach. I, I just and, I guess I kind of understand the the teams not playing these kids or these 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 Mexican players if they're not as yeah. good as the other guns. Well, I mean, but but that's the whole thing where it's like they don't have enough time to develop or to play, and and the owners want like because the money's all on TV. So yeah. you want your team to be in the liguilla to get that extra income. So they don't really care anymore about. I'm going to develop. And we talked about this a few podcasts, how teams rarely have those iconic players that are like symbols. Like you had, um, for many years, you had like Hermosillo at Cruz Azul and, and you know, certain certain players. Like you had Oswaldo Sanchez who played for so many years at Chivas. And, and you kind of don't get players like that. Yeah. Well, the, the the players that's that are so that right. good are going to be playing in Europe now, right? If they're that good, they're going to be in Europe. What and, I do and think the point is that is uh, what I was... for me. Go ahead. Dan. Go ahead. Sorry. Go no, ahead. Go ahead. Uh, please. By all. All right. Uh, which is why the MLS is so important for the Mexican player because because of the fact that the opportunities are going to be limited in Mexico. I mean, why not take advantage of the fact that there's a league right next door? You know, where where you you can live a you know a very comfortable life play soccer six months out of the year you know against against decent competition and you know why why, why can't MLS be a feeder league to Europe for Mexican players just like yeah. MLS what is wrong with that I mean isn't the ultimate goal to you know for for for, for fans of the national team to uh, get you know the, the best possible for, for, the only way that's gonna happen. for those players who aren't good enough to, to to land starting gigs on Mexican teams then yes, playing time and development—you know—you're going to develop a lot more playing than, than training in, in, in the MX. That's for sure. So, and and it could work out. I mean, it worked out for was it Salcedo? Right. The MLS didn't seem to hurt him at all. I think MLS, or Blanco. Blanco. Yes, you think MLS didn't work out for Kubal? Uh, it is working out. He's he's doing pretty good, man. No, he's not. Well, Cuba had, yeah. a, had a had started off well, and and then they, uh, they, 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 they were about to they were about to send him to to Veracruz. Uh, Veracruz has no money, John. I I don't know if that was they're punishing him then. <laughs> right, MLS, MLS. The point is, MLS isn't as easy as is it. It isn't a guaranteed spot. I think for I'm not MLS. saying it's a guaranteed no. spot, but but all I'm saying is is that there are. I mean, I got again. There's going to be 28. There's going to be 28 teams, almost 32 teams in MLS. That's a lot yeah. of positions. There's no reason why. 
you know, uh, you know, one of the one of the Ronaldo Cisneros type can you know can't get picked up by the new yeah. Sacramento franchise. Minimum, there should be about twenty Mexicans. Yeah, and that's a li- and that's a little bit. But there should be at least twenty Mexicans in MLS. Oh, there, uh, yeah, exactly. I mean, and, and, and mm-hmm. the problem with Mexico right now is with with the new nine nine rule or whatever mm-hmm. it is. Then the teams are only required to keep nine Mexicans. Yeah, how, how many Argentines, for example, are in Mexico? Like like fifty or sixty. I mean, and and we have just what. Um, 18 teams. Right. What do you guys I mean, think is, is, have... is a better quality of football? Uh, Ascenso or MLS? Uh, I don't watch either. Are they, are they pretty... I, think MLS, I, mean, I, think, I think MLS. Yeah, I mean, I think, like, if you were to put, if you were to put, like, the champion of Ascenso and the champion of MLS, I think Toronto would completely... I mean, leave it to this way. The uh, the organization is, is better. And... Yeah. I mean, the, the Ascenso is a mess, dude. You don't want any part of that. That's, you know, you, you're, you're, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like but, but, huh? but John, like 60, <laughs> at least we should have like 50 to 60 players. Oh, absolutely. In this There's league. No and I mean, just well, the I, most. I think, I was going to say, I think the, the current format does lend itself to, to that kind of future. For, for the Mexican player, for for the fringe pl- player who, who's not, because clearly if they're good enough, I mean, a team like Monterrey is going to be playing a kid who's eighteen. I mean, and now we can call him Mexican, you know. Um, but but that does goes to show that that you know if if they are good enough, they they will play. That tells me that the players that are coming out, like they're they're there's not a whole lot of players that are. You know, you know, I agree with Joel. that are that are that are able to, to plug them in. So why Here's, so why not why not MLS? We always talk we always talk we always talk about numbers. You know, yes, everyone everyone believes that that, that you know for for the Mexican you know as far as the national team goes, for the national team you know to, to to be better and to excel, they have to have as many players playing at the highest level as possible. There, I don't think anybody denies that. I mean, that's just that's just the reality because that's everyone you know, except Ronnie. Germany, all all twenty three of Germany's <laughs> players play. All 23 of Germany's players play at the highest level. You know, all 23 of Italy's, you know, you know et cetera. So if you want to, you know, if you want to be able to compete and beat a team like that, you have to have, anyway. So the only way to do that is to have numbers. And the only way to have numbers is to have as many Mexicans playing as possible. And if that means that, 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 that FC Dallas sells a guy to Tottenham and he, and he happens to be Mexican, fantastic. And does it really matter if it's FC Dallas or Chiapas that sells a player to Porto? No. Exactly. So, so you got Mexico. That's will never be an exported league in that sense. But there's no reason why uh, Mexican players can't use ML, MLS to, to help them in that as well. And you know, and there could be some players that. Uh, I mean, I, th- th- that's why I'm, I'm, I'm excited about MLS and the and the, and the possibility for these players because I, I think that it, it could really make, uh, especially if they have those 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 cups that we've talked about on the show, it make it make them really yeah. exciting. No, and you know what? You know what, John? I think, I think uh, Chivas dropped the ball by letting Chivas USA go. I think that's a team they could have rebranded, and they would have just that would have been like their feeder team. I mean, not only to get Mexican American players, but even to to sell or trade. And I, I think they just dropped the ball big time right there. Yeah, it was, uh, and then especially now with what you see, you know, the way that LIFC has. I mean, you know, like, <laughs> yeah. like, me, me quito el sombrero. I mean, they are just, 
it's impressive. I, you know, I'm an LAFC fan. I don't, I don't live, you know, I've, I've driven, I've driven by a hole that was the construction of the stadium, you know, one time in my life. <laughs> yeah. But their marketing and, and, and their presence <laughs> is so outstanding that it's made, you know, and then, I mean, everything, their branding and everything is just, I mean, you know, talk about hitting a home run. They are, they have hit a home run. LAFC. Yeah. And, and, you know, th- this is the one thing that I saw earlier because, you know, every time X player to X seleccionado to MLS, I always see like a lot of hate. And, and this is the thing for me. I understand uh, the need to have players in the top teams and in Champions League. But I don't want a player in Europe if they're being devalued and treated bad. I mean, what's the point of that? I'd rather be in the league where you're being treated like royalty, man. Uh, it's, it's a little bit kind of sad that we still haven't had players that could, like, make a mark, you know, or break through because I feel they should be for the reasons we talked about earlier so that so that uh, this league could just be getting more and more Mexican players and then we will just see more talent, which is the really good players will end up in Europe, you know, uh, instead of just relying on, what, 10 players that we get? Exactly. We could be we could be sending like three times that much, and even that, even that's a little compared to, to the top teams. I mean, there's there's uh, probably thirty we're being or very picky playing in the EPL. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean seriously. Yeah. So so th- so that's what. Hopefully that'll answer that question. And then the last question we have from our uh, our friend Eduardo the Dean. Uh, talking about scheduling uh, uh, friendly, seeming uh, seeing Argentina schedule two friendlies against Italy and Spain. Does some force us to play weaker teams for FIFA windows? Wonder why we can't just uh, use our some Moreros after the World Cup and get uh, just play quality opponents abroad. Well, uh, in the last couple of years, Mexico has signed a contract with some to play six games in the U.S. I'm not sure if 2018 is the same way. I don't know why it wouldn't be. I mean, the other ones have been six, and then they'll have three. And then you can rest assured they'll play at least one uh, before, maybe two, maybe even a third one, before they head on over to uh, to uh, to Russia or to Europe, and then you know play a few more friendlies there. Now uh, they are contracted now. I think Mexico wants to, some wants to schedule as, as as good an opponent as possible. The problem that some has and the Mexico has is convincing people to make the trip because they're going to play in the U.S. and <laughs> Yeah, uh, you know that that's why Argentina can play Italy and Spain and England and whoever else they want because they have how many players does Argentina have in Europe? <laughs> like you know, a hundred. I mean, they, they <laughs> could yeah, they could field two teams over yeah. there uh, uh, they, and uh, good teams, you know, solid competitive they, teams. Even a Molero team, John, they could even have a yeah, absolutely. They, yeah, a, they're, a they're, Molero team. <laughs> their European Molero team would probably be like, like top ten <laughs> in the world. Anyway. They could yeah. even do it. They, they have enough players to even do another a Concacaf team. Yeah, they could <laughs> <laughs> get players from MLS and Liga MX and Ascenso and yeah, Brazil and could too. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but anyway, so 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 that's why that, that, that's the hardest thing for 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 Mexico and the, and the Sun deal is, is is to get the teams to uh, to come over. And play, and then you know they're just not going to do it in March. Also, when when the season's winding down, uh, you know the fact that they got Croatia and who's in Iceland. Well, Mexico plays Iceland every year, and uh, I think that that's one of the reasons why Iceland has improved personally. And, and Mexico has played a part in that for them. They are the, uh, and then they're playing Croatia. So that's the uh, 
the reason, uh, you know, and they just today they announced that they were they were trying to schedule a friendly with with England for England in Wembley, and they couldn't they couldn't sign on the dotted line because of TV rights, and I guarantee you it was because of the English language rights in the U.S. English language. Who wants English language? Well, I'm not sure who carries uh, England's uh, rights here in the U.S., but uh, I know that that was probably the uh... the reason. You know, to, to, to try to say why why can't they both show it? You know, I've watched Copa Mekis when I was in Mexico. Five channels had a Copa Mekis game on. So, so if you want to watch it on one channel, you can. If you want to watch it on the other one, you'll. Anyway, so that fell through, and there, and England's going to play Costa Rica instead. So, I expect Mexico will schedule some uh, some quality opponents in uh, in Europe uh, to, to lead up to them. And I think that's one of the reasons why they were a little happier with uh, with 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 getting the draw in in in, in, in the later letters of the, of, of the. Uh, of the brackets, so that they so that they are going to have, you know, they're not going to start the World Cup right away. They'll have, uh, uh, you know, three or four days, so they'll be, might be able to get squeeze another game, another another prep game in for them to to help them with that. So, and then I'm sure after the World Cup, they'll probably play a couple more in the U.S., uh, a couple more games to fulfill their their contract with with some. Well, before we get into the uh, the Jonathan Gonzalez stuff, I do want to uh, uh, because we did we did mention a little a little Chivas stuff earlier, uh, Joel. And, uh, good lord! And uh, we we wanted to ask you, Joel, about uh, about about, about Chivas's uh, what was it, uh, Rigo? We lost Rigo. Oh, about yeah. the Chivas strategy of, of of signing younger younger kids. I, I think it's all made up, man. You don't think it's strategy uh, at all? I've, 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 uh, I've heard that one before, John. A few years back, uh, Vergara said, uh, "Nuestros refuerzos es la cantera." Uh, yeah, it's. Yeah, but, it's, I mean, uh, but they actually signed two young players from Santos. Yeah, but then they sold. They sold two of their more experienced players, you know. Uh, Ronaldo, they haven't even. I don't know if there's even plans to use him because the last game they didn't he didn't even make the bench. He played with the under twenties. Um and you don't bring a player like that to play with the under twenties. Should be challenging for a spot. Uh so I don't I, I just think it's it's the money, you know. We kinda of don't have the money to to have a, a big payroll. So they so then they they just say that's the strategy. You know, they they want to. They said they wanted to be similar to like what Pachuca has been doing. Which I mean, I I just don't buy it, John. I don't buy it. We didn't think you would. <laughs> no, mentira. I, I've I've been put through the ringer a lot, man. No, I'm even you know everything they say. It's it's never what how it seems like when they said that they were gonna. They were doing the internet because that was that was the way to go, the Chivas TV, and and you know we we talked about it here how it was because they were just trying to negotiate other con other contracts, and uh, 
you know, it's been what a year later, and and they have contracts with, with you know, they extended contracts with Univision and and they went to TVN. They're, they're not they're not going back to the internet stuff. I guarantee well, you. Yeah. After these after these contracts end, I they're not going back to internet only. They're gonna try again to try to get a bigger deal. Well, we do uh, thank uh, Eduardo D for, for sending us questions. And if you guys want to send questions, we will happily answer them uh, on the air uh, for y'all. You know, you can do that. You can tweet us a question at at Cantina MX underscore pod. Or you can like hey, us on hey, Facebook. I, I got a question. Do it that way. Hang on a second. I'm in the middle of, of promoting. We'll get, we'll get to you. <laughs> Chinga. Is that so? <laughs> Who made you open this stuff, huh? <laughs> and, uh, and, and of course you can, uh, uh, you know, you can ask us on our on our YouTube page as well. So, so, so please do that and uh, and give us a few likes if you haven't done so on Facebook, because I know that uh, we we do post that with uh, regularly with uh, breaking news throughout the day. So uh, you'll get uh, you'll get some uh, some some soccer news updates on our Cantina Mekis uh, Facebook page. So uh, you know, be sure to give that a like and uh, and, and and give us a follow on on the Twitter as well. Now before. Before before we move on, we do want to introduce. Uh, actually, I'm, I'm glad that you're on. Uh, Profe uh, Juan Oliva joins us from Long Beach. Uh, how are you, sir? Good, good. How's everybody? Th- thank you, John, for answering my call. I'm, you know, I'm sorry. I- I'm at 10 percent battery, dude, and I'm driving, and I got no cable. So I'm just letting you guys know uh, if I drop off. Then that's man, I, you know, it's we're in a life and death situation here, Juan, and and, and like in like, oh, like, like in 11 minutes. In 11 minutes, something awful is going to happen to one of us. You're not going to know what it is because <laughs> your phone's going to fall off. Your phone's going to fall off. You're, you're, let, me, let me let me check my crystal ball. Maybe I'll, you know. Well, I'm, 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 I'm glad you're on, and I do have to ask both of you. And I asked uh, Rigo uh, before we uh, jump into the other. You know, the you know Chivas, uh, they get a big win, not a big uh, a big tie, right? A big draw at Toluca, one-one. They escape Toluca with a point. Uh, Chol, uh, uh, Lalo Lopez uh, scored. Uh, Scored a great, a great, a great goal. Another player who passed, who passed the ball into the net instead of trying to blast it past the keeper. Hey, you know, I'm glad that you know. I find it interesting they're calling them Lalo now instead of uh, uh, trophies. I guess it's kind of like they're. Is that like one of those uh, Don Marco and and Marquito? Uh, you know, I heard Almeida Almeida requested. Told him like, hey, uh, have some self respect, man. Do you, do you guys not honor honor that honor that uh, that that? Are oh, you saying that that he? Told Lalo, hey dude. Yeah. You're you're named after a girl, man. It's like yeah, you know, that? girl pair. <laughs> yeah. You're well, you're Lalo Dam- now. Damian Alvarez was was La Chilindrina. Yeah, I don't that? think he liked it though. <laughs> well you know well, what if he identifies like as an attack helicopter, you think he would have called them like, you know, Black Hawk or something? <laughs> La Cobra. La Cobra. Cobra. No, oh but, man! Cobra, there you go. But, but, what was that? What was that TV show? Blue Thunder or what oh, was it? No, well, there was there were two. There was Blue Thunder, and then there was Airwolf. Airwolf, yeah, man! That was... had a, that had a fantastic uh, theme uh, opening theme song. I wouldn't mind Airwolf as a nickname. Airwolf. <laughs> so, 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 so both of y'all, so both of y'all were, were happy with the uh, with, with the draw. Then I'm assuming. I was simply because 
as we talked, you know, Chivas has always had a hard time going up against Chorizo Power over there in uh, in Toluca. I think it's eight years now since their last win at, at you know, at the Bobolera. It's Bobo almost as bad a, a dry spell as, uh, well, not, not nearly as bad as a dry spell that, no. that Pumas has in, uh, in Guadalajara. We're, he- we're heading up there, John. Yeah. Uh, we're heading there. So, I mean, yeah, to, to get a tie was, <coughs> was is, and then uh, given some of the controversy leading to the game, you know, just, just the whole Alani stuff. So I, I do think it was, it was a good result. Right. And you know what, Stoikov, uh, Christo Stoikov was criticizing uh, Almeida's uh, uh, playing style. Uh, there was a free kick. I don't know if you guys remember. They, they could have, like, put it in the box and try to have somebody header it in. And instead they play, like, a short pass or they play, like, a, a back pass to one of the defenders. I don't remember the, the you know, the exact situation. And then one of the guys asked us, you know, Christo Stoikov, hey, hey what, you know, what was, what was that play about, you know? He had, like, a little chuckle, you know. <laughs> Just kind of la- laughing his ass off. I don't know. I probably could have just gone wrong, Juwan. You're oh. being a bit overcritical. I thought that was your boy, man. I thought no, I made no, yeah, but I mean, I I just found it amusing that that he still kind of took a shot at his at his playing style, like uh, that is not productive, you know. Like right there, they could have gone for a like some like a header in the box or second post or something. And well, that's because his uh, his uh, his leading goal scorer in that situation, uh, Osvaldo Alanis, was had been put on ice. For a while, so oh, now, man. Now, now, now now he uh, now he gets him back. We will talk about that, but I do want to jump into uh, to the the, the, the Jonathan Gonzalez uh, topic that, uh, uh, as as y'all know, uh, earlier this week, Jonathan Gonzalez announced uh, that he uh, has decided that he's going to uh, try his luck with the uh, with the Mexican national team. He has to do the uh, file paper with FIFA with a one time switch. He's eligible, uh, despite the fact that he's been playing for the. Uh, the U.S. national team on the youth teams for a while. He uh, can make a one-time switch because he's uh, his eligibility to nationality through his parents. And uh, I, you know, I'm, I'm I'm happy for the kid, I guess. But the, to, to me, it, it's like, you know, and and and, and, I, and I and I see that there were meltdowns happening for for some fans uh, on, on the U.S. side, and understand, but but I think that that's the. Uh, I think that, 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 that to me is kind of the, the, the correct situation is that, is that U.S. fans, I don't think Mexico fans do it as bad, but they used to do it as bad. Uh, U.S. fans seem to really pin their hopes on one guy a lot. Whether it's, uh, you know, Donovan who, who delivered and I know, and I will, uh, you know, I, I, I won't. You're talking about, that. uh, the, the, the next Messi? Yeah, the, you know, or, you know, Pulisic, you know, who's a, who's, who's, who's a terrific player and, uh, you know, time will tell. To, to, to see how he does, I, I, he's and it just on a like, record saying something where he kind of he kind of expressed that hey, look, these guys are they're going a little overboard. You know, the expectations are too high. He goes uh, to the head or, or, or taking too much pressure, but he's saying they're being unrealistic. And from what I like, I guess there was a stat somewhere where he he's had like the most. Uh, I guess he's lost the most one v ones out of all the players in in. Uh, well, we talk about Pulisic. Yeah, Pulisic. Well, I mean, regardless. I mean, I, but, but my, no, my like point he's is not that, having that great of a season, I guess. Right. Well, but he's still, you know, he's 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 a, he's a talent. He's a prospect. He's still a prospect. I mean, let's 
What's oh, not absolutely. Good. Yeah. And, uh, but, but it, but it just seems like, you know, I know that Mexico fans were like that for a long time too. And it just seems like, you know, you know, they've kind of tempered that, that expectation of, you know, of, of, of putting stuff on the one guy. And, uh, you know, so, so to me, to me, I mean, you know, the, you know, there's going to be battles, uh, for, you know, for this, you know, for players like this, the Mexican on the Mexican American side, you know, for the next 10 to 15 years and, 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 and both sides are going to end up, you know, but for the U S team and for Mexico, you know, they're both going to get some players and they're going to miss on players. That's just I, what's going to happen. I wonder, is Mexico really their top team? Because uh, I didn't try to think Gonzalez didn't tweet a picture of himself wearing the bunch of kids. Like maybe years ago, dude. I, honestly, state, I, like have, at a, at a, I have no at a tailgate. Idea. Yeah, I think he tweeted. I guess you know most of them. They're probably growing up as if they're growing up. fans, it's probably for the for the ads uh, for the U.S. national team. Uh, right. So right away, right away, it turns out that uh, Ricardo Lavolpe. I'm sorry. Uh, Excuse good Lord, what a Freudian slip. Juan Carlos oh, Osorio. Sorry about that. Cambios, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Juan Carlos Osorio, you know, he talks about him, says, you know, you, you know, he's he's a great uh, DM, but you know, I see him playing a little further up the pitch. I, you know, I've, I've decided that I'm going to go ahead and, and you know, if he comes to the national team, I'm going to go ahead and let you know that I'm changing his position now, so you don't freak out. <laughs> yeah, he said that when, when it happens. Like a... Right. Um, now, you know, I want to ask, I want to ask, go ahead. Well, no, go ahead, John, ask your question, sorry. No, 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 no please, no, tell us about your skill set, then I'll ask, then I'll ask my question. Oh, well, I mean, if you look at the kid's skill set where he's passing, uh, you know, he presses well, I mean, it's, it's not a bad, uh, not a bad idea because maybe, Mid is a, is a guy with a, with a presence um, that can go in on strong tackles and can kind of maybe dictate play from the back, you know, maybe like a. And I guess somebody that's tall. Son Alvarez, El Machin. Is he? Is he? Is he? Is he tall? Does, does he? Is he like five ten at least? Yeah, I, I think he's a little taller, right? He because he plays center back as well for. Right. No, I, I I do I do like Edson Alvarez. I think that he uh, definitely has potential. So um, now, you know, I read some other stuff about the whole thing and uh, you know, you know, the, the, you know the, the decision and the Mexican American thing. I didn't grow up in the border. I know I know I know that some of y'all uh, uh, I know that some of y'all were grew up closer to the border than I did. Uh, you know how how important of a decision is is this for someone who has that duality of life living on the border like that? Um, I mean, if, if you look at it like, it, like let's say you're a kid, let's say Dan. You know, Dan grew up in uh, in LA. He's probably a, he was probably a Dodgers fan uh, growing up. You know, but the Angels were in town too. You know, and uh, the Angels hired a bunch of former, uh, former Dodgers. So I wonder, like, how we, you know, did Dan kind of start rooting for Mike Social and the Angels? Dan, my brother actually switched. 
my I, brother I, went. My brother uh, became an Angels fan when when Soch left. I was disgusted. <laughs> now but, was that when they were the California Angels or the Anaheim Angels or the California Angels of Los Angeles? Uh, I believe they were still the California Angels. Maybe uh, they, my they went to yeah. Like sure. My only memory of the Angels was the year that the Astros lost uh, in the playoffs. The Angels had a, I mean, it was. Y la Cruz Azulio. And it was bad. And they, <laughs> uh, they fell apart and ended up losing to the to the Red Sox. That's that's my memory. Sounds like somebody's like tapping a pipe. How are you? Are you tapping a pipe? Is are you? Uh... I think Beto's testing his mic or something. Mic is or something. I think Rigo came back. He... No, that's me. Sorry. He... He needs uh-huh. to crank his his computer. Right. But I I think it, I think it's an analogous situation to so like that type of that type of situation where you have a cross town rivalries there because they're they're so close. Right. I mean, I don't know. It's a, if, if if you just look at it as a career move, it's a better move for. I don't know, Juwan. You confuse me. I don't know what you're talking about anymore. Huh? Well, I'm just saying. That... <laughs> so confused. What are we talking about? <laughs> flooded with rivulets of thought cascading into a world of creative alternatives. Yes. What did he ask? I actually had to step away for a second. No, about the about the duality of the uh, about the duality of 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 of, 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 of a Mexican American living in the border, and like you know, someone like Jonathan Gonzalez, you know, how, how much of that you know plays into making making. Okay, was gotcha. What haven't they said? It was his dad that was pushing for him. That that his dad really wanted him to play for a three. Well, of course he did. And uh, and, and 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 I did actually I did see that picture um on Twitter where the, he put, he he tweeted a, an old photo of himself. Um, um, as a kid, um, at the stadium outside of, outside of the stadium, you know, like it looked like his face was painted or something and he was there with a bunch of other kids, you know. Um, to me, if, I mean, growing up in LA, especially in my particular area in LA, where it's like 95 to 99% Hispanic, you, you do grow up thinking you're Mexican, at least on some level. Um, at least a lot of people do, especially the our, the first generations, uh, who, you know, whose parents were were born in Mexico. Um, chances are, you know, you're speaking Spanish at home. You know, the the the, the connections are, are just a lot stronger. You're probably visiting Mexico regularly. Um, so so from that perspective, I, I think. Um, it is it, with the, with that particular Mexican American. It's going to be a losing battle most of the time. They're going to be getting the guys that Mexico chooses not to call up, or the, or if they get if they snatch them up ahead of time, you know, and, and lock them in that way, you know. But a player like players like that, I think, who grew up who grew up in that environment, like I did, it's um, it just seemed weird to root for the U.S. Like it's like why would I? I just it just. It would just seemed odd, you know, and, and so I, I could understand how how tough it is for those kids, you know, because you know you're getting called up to 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 represent, you know, your country, you know, because you do you, you still identify as American, you know, but but 
and I don't know. I mean, uh, you, you I, I'm just one particular fan. There's just no romantic vibe that you get from the na- from the men's national team, the U.S. men's national team, where there's, you know, you you, you get the goosebumps um, like when you go watch Mexico, you know, especially as a kid, you know, and, and it's 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 pretty pretty inspiring stuff, you know, seeing your parents lose lose their ass, like your dad, you know, like I don't know, my dad's not. You know, yeah, seeing you know get seeing turn into a little kid, get all excited and stuff. You know that 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 kind of stuff but resonates you, with you. You know, you know, Dan. I wanna, I wanna like just on what you're saying. Uh, I say it depends the families too, because some some families will kind of like 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 steer the kid toward toward like feeling that way. Uh, I when I when I was playing Sunday Sunday pub league. Uh, I was in this team and, and their dad, he, he organized one of the, I, I think it was, uh, California, which, you know, Liga California, like way back here in South LA was like one of the top, one of the top for amateur league. And, uh, Metías la pierna, Joel? <laughs> no, no, I was, I was, I was caballero, dude. I was like, uh, hey, you know, you know. But but as you, wait wait as you say as you say as you say wait, wait, man, let, let me just finish. Uh, and this dude was hardcore hardcore Mexico fan. Uh, the dad, you know, he organized the league. He had a team for years, even his kids. And this is way back when they would even hold games in the Coliseum. And 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 then you know that's that was pretty much Mexico's home away from home. And and his sons his seat. His three sons all ended up being USA fans. I was, I was like, I never understood it, you know, because that was such a hardcore Mexico fan. Maybe, maybe they rebelled and, against that was that was their rebellion. And, against. No, they got along well. We would all see the games together, um, you know. But but I think some families do push that whole your Mexican angle, where you, well, you I, I didn't feel that push, way. But I just think I I, I no. no I, I, no, I, I didn't mean it that that, that you're, it's being pushed. I'm just saying, like, you're growing up in the environment. No, but, and... but see, well, well, I've got another example for you, Dan. And well, no, no, and... no. We all have anecdotes. I'm just saying, like, a lot of players, though, and correct me if I'm wrong, most of these guys are choosing Mexico. So uh, clearly I'm not no, way actually, off base actually, here. Actually, most of them have picked, uh, you know, if, if you look at the, at least in the last 10, 10, 10 years or so, you know, out of the, the, the 10 that have played for – one national team or another, or have been called up. It's 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 pretty heavy on the U.S. side, actually. Wait, and you know, you know what? For me, growing up, go go to the, the examples, John. The the majority of my friends didn't even follow soccer. They were know, and they were first. About that. They, you're, they you're, were first you're, you're generation. Changing the argument. You're changing the argument completely. I'm talking about. How am I changing the argument? Because we're ta- we're not talking about non soccer friends. We're talking about soccer players. Who? who yeah, who, but it depends their family who, too. Yeah, so obviously, so go ahead. Obviously, How's your family? family? Obviously, this guy's family wanted wanted him to make a decision yeah. a certain way. And, and, if, 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 and, and, and if family is a very important part of his life, then he, that was going to be a crucial part of his decision. Yeah, because if his dad was you like know, a you know Dodger fan, he... I, was a, I was around. Uh, but but there's nothing uh, wrong with him. Folks, folks that have been uh, they were second and, and third generation uh, born uh, in the U.S. and maybe they're they're like great grandparent or they're you know. Uh, some some previous ancestor had been born in Mexico, and, and these guys they still when when they talk and stuff they still identified as 
as uh, as Mexican. They 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 didn't they didn't speak a lick of Inca, of Spanish, you know. But they still like you know they still had their Mexican flag and you know the the stereotypical. I think that we can we can know, we can wrap all this up by saying that obviously that, that that it plays a huge role and obviously it played a huge role in in. Uh, I don't think it did, man. But, but, but you know, I don't think it played a huge role. I don't. I don't Go think. Ahead, I don't think he had. He he may have identified as Mexican. I think he was really leaning towards the U.S. He really wanted to be part of the U.S. And they didn't treat him right. They didn't call him Dude, up. Dude, Tom, Thomas he, Rogan. Well, that's pretty insulting, Beto. What? Beto, what? Seriously, that's pretty Hold insulting. On, you're you're reducing him to 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 a knee jerk reaction person. No, I'm reducing that, him. That he's incapable. No, no that's a factor. That's a factor. Yeah, he got recruited, man. His dad is a factor. Yeah, I agree with that. But it's not the factor. He wanted. He played. No, exactly. But but it's neither neither was neither was the slight. Is my point. Like yeah, he, he picture did, like you know, like the reason he chose Mexico is because he was slighted yeah. by the U.S. I think no, he was. I'm saying that's that. part of it. I'm saying. Hey, listen, guys, yeah, let, I can let, agree with. Let me finish. That that is part of it. Part of it is him not getting called up. Part of it is him not getting treated the way he was treated by Mexico. Assault. The other part of it is the U.S. is not going to the World Cup. The other part of it is might have a chance to play with a better team. He may not be going to the World Cup and maybe play with in the Olympics. U.S. is on the downside. Maybe go to the next World Cup. So the 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 money part, the upside on the business side, and everything else sides with Mexico. So he's looking for his well-being. Uh, and siding for Mexico, not just, I mean, patriotic could be a part of it. His dad's satisfying his dad is part of it as well. And then I think part of the negative side is the way U.S. reacted. So it's a combination of everything. And I think when we were talking about earlier, or Dan and Joel and, and Juan, we can't generalize every situation. He, this guy, this, then this kid grew up in San Diego. That's on the border. And, and I think he identified and he wanted to play for the U.S. Just like Joel told about some friends who are U.S. fans. You, you say he identified like, like Airwolf? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Terrible. you can be on the border. You can have hardcore Mexican parents and still want to be a U.S. national team fan and want to play for the U.S. Like, national like team. Like I said, I, I, I could only speak about my experience and my experience, like everyone that I knew. And I think that's a small Mexican much more. And like so I said, like in areas where I grew up in, like that's where I figure, like, you know, I'm, I'm not disputing what Joel's talking about. Like there are examples, plenty of examples goes both ways. And I actually know plenty of, of, of U.S. fans too, or Mexican American. That's I'm, I'm not arguing that, um, you know. But I I I just I I agree with you. It was it was a multitude of factors that that that, that led to his decision. Um, hey, so I I read comments about like uh, about uh, about uh, U.S. national team fans that they were they were like uh, criticizing Jonathan Gonzalez because they said uh, that he should not have accepted cast by the by the U.S. That he was taking uh, somebody else's spot that would had. Uh, instead of Jonathan. But the thing is, that, you know what I was. What, what I also read was a uh, criticism by uh, by by someone. Uh, I, I think uh, uh, Tom Marshall tweeted it or retweeted it that that they only have one full time scout. Like the U.S., they have one full time scout. So if if what what's he going to do when he's looking for players? He's going to go to the obvious where the best players are going to be. You know where he's going to probably hit. Hit a, he's gonna go back to the wall every time, man. Where is that? The Mexican League, and in particular, which teams? Um, <laughs> is that elevator music? No. Oh. You know what that there's is? A, there's, a, there's like he's a, the one that brought it up. Anecdote of, <laughs> with, with one of these, 
if Thomas Rohan is, is at a, is at Dallas Cup or right. Surf Cup, one of these. Well, you know that leads me to my next gone. question. You know, I, I, as far as like the like the business of of sport, you know, what what is it that happened here? I mean, Dennis DeClose uh, yes. took over for the direct. He's the director of national teams for Mexico, right? I mean, Dennis Domenes. Uh, right, and and, and <laughs> he, he has been. <laughs> You know, the, 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 this has been, you know, as Hoda says, he's been talking to this guy. You know, he's he's been, he was recruiting him. What he did? Well, well Dennis spent time in in the, in the in the states, right? Working for the U.S. USA. Yeah, and and Julie? yeah, and and odds oh, are he knows Rongen because they were both at one point or another at U.S. USA. Well, how There's how that, that's connection to- right there. Did you guys read the uh, the interview with Alan Rothenberg, who was a former? Oh, <laughs> uh, I read a piece. I read. A, I know he threw yeah. he threw some dirt over there. He uh, he was definitely uh, uh, and, and and the part that I you know this, this is and I wish I could get the quote right. I want because I want to get it. I want to get it right. So I don't. But uh, it was it was something to the effect of that that that, that U.S. soccer couldn't go scout you know, some of the. Because they weren't, you know, they weren't sponsored by them. So, the, but but they would, but they would still go in almost like incognito. Oh, the Alianza, the Alianza uh, yeah. Uh, what was that? Alianza tournaments? Right. The Sueño, the the, 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 the Sueño, Sueño, Ala, Sueño Alianza. Alianza, yeah. yeah do, do you know, do you know of them, uh, Juan, there in, in, uh, in Southern California? Yeah, it's it, it, they're they're like in in eight cities in the in the well, I don't know how many exactly, but they're, they're in a bunch of cities in the country. They do they'll do youth tournaments, and then they have like the for the older players, they have Sueño Alianza where they kind of exhibit them, try them out, and then they they make a team and compete like in some top tournaments. Probably so expenses you, paid. So you've run into them? So uh, no, I've I've seen it. I've seen it. So what they do is is Les they only, they Les only accept. No, because you, you you know that the 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 prototype team cannot enter that tournament. It has to be a team from a Sunday league or or, or what we call ghetto league or. I think I think I think we just lost. You know, Juan. Play. Oh, let's go back. Uh huh. So yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah, so so tell, tell us a little more about uh, Dennis DeClose, who's who's now the uh, the head of the. Uh, Director of national teams for FMX Food. Well, since 2012, he was he was the uh, director deportivo of the uh, of the youth teams for the selección, and uh, it, it's it's pretty obvious what he's doing, given what's going on in Mexico, where they're cutting back on players. And he said it on the interview where it's like how the league MLS is growing and how soccer is growing in this country. And and that it's just a place where they're gonna they're gonna be able to get more players. So I mean, I think this guy was just on it, you know, for a long time, just looking for talent over here. And, and it's, it's a pretty really good, good that. It, what happened? There's a really good quote that I think you even put on the chat. Yeah. From, from close. That that sort of contradicts what all the U.S. press is just going crazy about. About uh, what is it? What did they say? Uh, falling through the cracks. The whole players. Oh, are yeah. The whole wrong and saying that there's only one scout in the U.S. Federation. Where the close, and I'll read it right here. He says, 
I think Tom Marshall asked him, what do you think of the future looks like in the rivalry for, for dual U.S.-Mexico national? And then he says, um, the future will be bigger Mexican-American population than there is now. So it'll be a growing thing. The popularity, the quality in the U.S. has been growing a lot, which means that they, that they develop more competitive players. The youth program is very well structured. I think their scouting is very well structured. They detect, they really detect the players that they should be detecting because I don't think that they overlook players, to be honest. I do think that their identities of the two federations is different. We need to be respectful. He was either being really nice about the U.S. and the way they do things, or he was just like, uh, lying. Because... No, you know, you know what Ron, Ron said it a while back. They might have crashed out of this World Cup, like with how the U.S. has managed to be a top 20 team in such a short period of time and at least consistently stay at that level, that's no easy task, you know. Uh, so just to say that they make it seem like, like they're in shambles, uh, I, it's a bit exaggerated, and it kind of reminds me of what goes on in Mexico when you see a power shift and a new group coming in. So obviously you can say, yeah, these guys don't know what you're doing. We, we have the answer okay. here. They'll be back and they'll be fine, the U.S. <laughs> yeah. This, and they're and they're going crazy over this this kid who who very well could be the next Miguel Ponce. <laughs> well, I mean that's the I mean, next that's, call me. is, is, is it you know that's you know to me that's almost like a like a I'm not going to say it's, it's just 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 the the, the, the hysteria of, of losing players because when your when your player pool is so limited, yeah, and I, and, I, and I speak for Mexico the same way. I mean, don't get me wrong. When the player pool is as limited as it is, I mean, I understand the freak out. You know, you got an 18-year-old kid who played and starred on a team that made the field that that, that led that led that, that that finished first at the table and made the final and you know and had had a chance to to win that. But and we it, we spent John, we spent months worrying about losing Navy to Uruguay. Years, dude, years. <laughs> Not only that, but I mean, how many? I mean, let's be honest. Yeah, many we'll nights did we stay up after the after the Copa America thing. You know, oh, I, yeah. I mean, how many people were on, on pins and needles of the whole novella and Because, I mean, it was like, I mean, it, I mean, I mean, because we just, Mexico hadn't had a, had, they had a player like that, you know, you know, and score what? goals like that ever. Yeah. And at, at the point, he ever. was the youngest player to, to have he was played. 21 at, when he did yeah, it. Yeah. And he was the youngest to have been in Champions League at like 16. And he's playing Olympiacos, which was halfway decent. At least they would, you know, they would give some of the bigger team fits. Uh, he's just like a top prospect, man. He you know, was, if, if Ugo doesn't get fired, he was the Chucky of the time, huh? Yeah, yeah. If Ugo doesn't get fired, uh, uh, you know how different yeah. would, would, would Nettie's career have been? Because they, they they loved each other. Yeah, he would have gone to the world. When a Mexican American comes out like with that at that level, then we will, then we'll be talking. And I think Dan <laughs> asked the question about the number of Mexican American players that the that's yes, been grabbed by the U.S. And I, I put it on the Twitter. It's actually. The Mexico has gained three and has lost, I think, seven Mexican-American players to the U.S. Right. So we have a losing yeah. record. Mexico has a losing record in, in acquiring these Mexican-American players. And I don't recall losing Homie Castillo, Mexico going up in arms. I know there was talk and a little bit of, you know, Russell about it, but it wasn't a big deal. Like, this. like we well, lost I mean, Castillo. Oh, okay. Who cares? Or we lost uh, Omar Salgado. Oh, big deal. You know? But on the no, I, mean, I, I get that. I understand. Well, I mean, but but you know, I mean, the, the, you know, the U.S. has gone through this before with uh, with the, the Italian Rossi, kid, uh, Rossi. Uh, 
Yeah, it was a Giuseppe oh, yeah. Rossi. Rossi, just Rossi. Uh, you know, you know, and, and, you know and, and then and, like Prince. And then he was he was he was terrific, and then that Confed Cup, and then unfortunately, uh, you know, succumbed to some injuries, and he just was never the same. But uh, it was, uh, you know, but but he even said, "Is like as like it never even entered." But, but that was a different situation. Though. I mean, you know, this guy played for the for the U.S. Youth teams, and there's also did you include Jesse Gonzalez, the 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 goalkeeper for uh, FC Dallas, on that? Oh no, I didn't. So that's three and nine or three and eight. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, you 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 know, because I also grew up in a similar similar to Dan. Uh, you know, like a lot of a lot of Mexicans, and and you know, my experience was yeah, a lot of these guys, you know, we, yeah, we do consider ourselves Mexicans, but we're like Mexicans light. <laughs> All these guys also consider themselves. I, I, I don't dispute that. No, and then, I don't and then they don't that. even, and then they don't even like, they don't even go I'm to Mexico. They... The, the majority. Huh? No, but I'm saying, I'm saying it, in it, their environment, in their environment, that's how they see themselves. I'm not, yeah, but, I'm not disputing the, the the validity of it or not, or light or 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 heavy. I, I, no, I no. agree with you that. No, no, but I'm saying, but it's it's sort of like the identity in that area. You know, when once you once you you're you're out of that, I think they start seeing themselves more different once once once. Yeah, I mean, I, uh, my wife is from Veracruz, so I, I tell her when she first crossed the border to the U.S., her percentage of Mexican went down, and it's been going down <laughs> percentage by percentage. And that's, well, that's of course, of course, yeah. yeah, that's just the reality of things. But uh, I mean, we feel different ways. Everyone is different, and and that's that's cool. That's you know, the people that have the Mexican flag and don't speak Spanish. That's you know, that's their that's that's their right, whatever. Yeah, I'm not sure what yeah, the. Yeah, I'm not sure uh, what the. Uh... We're getting an echo. We're getting an echo. Yeah, hang on. Yeah, hang on. Uh, the I was listening to uh, Hurt Gomez and Max Brethos. Their podcast is not not too bad, and he has some good information on. Uh, I guess the Chivas USA. What was that guy's name? Because uh, well, see, Hercules, and, and I guess like but, but you know, just, 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 I, I know the numbers I, I that you're saying you're saying make make sense or whatever. I'm, I'm not disputing that, that the others have have more plays of our plays of the U.S. The U.S. And that, and that echoes rough. rough. I don't hear it. Really? Really? Yeah. I hear. I hear. Okay, it. I, okay, I, I hear. I hear. Oh shoot! Hold on. Chickies. 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 Nope. 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 Let me uh, stop something. I don't think it's me. I don't think it's me. Alright, how's that? Hola. Hola. How you fixed it? Yeah, you fixed it was me. It was me. It was our phone system. <laughs> ah. Ah. No, but I think it's still there. I think it's still there. Okay, so I don't know what it is then. What were we talking about? Well, I was I just going to say that Hercules, Hercules, he seems, he at least when I see him on TV, he comes off to comes me off as, a, as, a Mexico as, a, fan. as a Mexico fan. I think, yeah, because yeah, he, he does both. He's, he's sort of ESPN Deportes, and then he's ESPN. So he... But I've heard him on the panels, where they have like the British guys on there. 
he, and it, it looks like he's containing himself. The the blatantly rooting for Mexico. I'm just waiting for him to slip and say we. Say we. I, th- I think if you ever if you remember him, uh, I think he was playing with Santos, and they were playing the MLS teams in the Champions League. He was he's a he was a he acted just like a Mexican, passionate, and he would fight. He wanted to fight those MLS dudes when they were playing. I think it was Real Salt Lake they were playing, and and he was competitive, man. He he just looked like a a Mexican dude hating MLS and wanting to beat them and 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 you know show dominance in the Champions League. So. I can see it. And, and I guess, and I guess my point, point is, I guess my point is some of these players that are, that are end up choosing the US, I'm not, I'm not, it may not necessarily be their first choice. There's a, like you said, there's other factors that go involved. It's not all about, so to be fair, who knows if Jonathan is choosing Mexico as a second choice. Yeah, but it's a gamble can, because, a gamble he's, because he's, 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 he's putting in all this, in all this, the paperwork, the right? Paperwork, right? He doesn't even he have to play a game for it to, for, to, for it to be official. Like he won't be able to play for the U.S. anymore, right? Once, once he, he fills, fills the, the paperwork. Yeah, exactly. I think, I think it's a calculation. I mean, even if it is, like in my mind, from what I've seen and heard, I think it is his second choice, but I think it's still smart because he's, he's not going to get guaranteed a spot from what everyone says. But he's at least going to be able to compete, um, and I think he has good chances of, like Joel says, going to the Olympics. Um, so I think is I think it's still a smart decision. Um, the other guys, whatever, whatever you're doing, whatever you you're stop doing, it. You stop it, it, it it's, it's, I just heard it on the, the, the recording. recording we're echoing, echoing, we're echoing live. We're echoing live. And you're the only one that's not echoing. All right, I think you fixed it. I muted myself. How about now? Hola, hola. No, it's it's, no, it's, it's definitely it's definitely still going. Hola, qué tal? Hola, qué tal? Yeah, when you're muted, I guess we just can't speak over you. You have to like 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 talk a little bit and then get out. <laughs> Mute when you're not speaking. That's right. Very, uh, very bizarre. So, uh, Joel, did you did you finish up uh, with uh, with 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 our boy Dennis? I guess uh, another question I could ask is, who who do y'all feel more comfortable running the national team, Dennis Teclos and Gerardo Torrado, or Santiago Baños and Memo Cantu? Anybody? Who well, would probably be the better person, but I mean, I, I you know. Yeah, Dennis is very professional. He's so professional, he didn't even want the job. Did, uh, did, <laughs> he couldn't did you know what to expect. Did you ever meet him, Joel? No, I never got to meet him. I, I stopped. I even though I used to go cover the games, uh, but it, it was. I didn't run into him. No. Okay. Well, I mean, it's a, you know, you know, it's a, it's definitely a, a player to keep an eye on over the next few years, and you know, I, I think he has an outside chance of making the World Cup. I think he's going to have to play really, really well in order in order for him to to to, to get a spot at the table. 
you but don't think it, yeah. starting for uh, starting um you don't think will be enough to get him on there that and coupled with a with a good season for Monterrey. Yes. When when's the last time we took a player that young? I mean, aside from Ochoa. Well, I mean, they, they, Andres. they took Andres. That's right. Was, that's right, Andres. And they took Giovanni so, Vela and all those guys when they were 19, 18, 19. I just think their age should not be a factor. If, the, if he's playing good, take him. No, I know it's it's not, but, but we rarely do it, you know? Yeah, no, uh, it's true. I mean, well, I think that, that goes to show that they, they do have to – if he plays himself into the squad, then then, then let him be on the squad. That, that's my point. I, I don't think – I don't like hierarchies or – Paying dues or anything no. like that. I'm like, if you're if you're if you're amongst the best, then you should be on there. But, but I think that but, that's why that, that 2010 World Cup was so frustrating to me because they had a team like they had a team like that full of young young guys, and I never understood why they didn't just you know just have uh, Vasco just turn it loose and just play all those young guys. You know, instead he starts freaking you know Guille Franco. <laughs> Franco, yeah, he tried, man. But I I do think JCO has formed his group. So I, I do think he kind of respects some of that. Yeah, I, you know, I think you know, this is something that we should. Uh, I don't mean to interrupt, but this is something that we should. Uh, oh, it's okay. Uh, probably start talking about because uh, I used to when sure. I used to write about this uh, is, uh, you know, who who who's on the twenty three right now for Mexico? You know, who's who's on the twenty three right now? And, and 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 I don't think he's on the twenty three right now. I no, think he can play no. his way under the twenty three, but I don't think he's on the play on the twenty three right now. He's gonna get a shot. He's gonna play the you know the Bosnia Herzegovina. About an hour south of me, down in San Antonio, which uh, I will be hopefully attending, and uh, you know, we'll uh, I'm sure we'll get to ask him some questions about that, and uh, and uh, you know, I'll ask uh, some of the uh, uh, you know, get that we got the California perspective. I'll get the Texas perspective. You know, I'll ask some of the uh, some of the folks down in San Antonio about that. It'll be uh, interesting, but. Uh, The, 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 to me, that that 2010 World Cup with all those young guys, if, if, if Vasco would have just turned it loose, it would have, uh, you know, win or lose at that point. Like, I think they even told him, dude, who cares? You know, if they win three games and whatever, you know, just, you know, whatever happens, happens. You know, just, just play was with Was that the one where Jonathan went but didn't play? <clears throat> That's the one where, you were, where Jonathan was the, he was the 20, the, the last guy cut. You can't cut a 19-year-old kid like that. I mean, geez, it was between him and Israel Castro. You know, I, I would have been fine with Castro not going if it meant that Jonathan could go. You know, it's, you know, I mean, Castro was good, but he wasn't like, you know, essential. I mean, he only played like 20 minutes in the whole World Cup anyway. So yeah, it was just, uh, just, it was just the, that, that whole thing was just a, it was, so it was he a scored mess. that golazo to beat the U.S. in that cycle, didn't he? Who? Israel Castro. Yeah. Oh, no, Gring, you're thinking the, Gringo. No, uh, Israel Castro got the the equalizer at the Azteca. Yeah, when uh, when uh, when yeah. Charlie Davis uh, oh. got that 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 shock opening goal. Yeah. But 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 also, John, you need to fill that Liga MX quota. You know. Yeah, but yeah. but then the the, the 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 Liga MX quota is. I mean, what are they going to do? They got eleven guys that play in Europe. Yeah, I know, well, but I mean, still, they they need. You know, when it comes down to that, it's like. Who are you going to give 20 minutes to? You know, I think that the, the league MX presidents are going to push hard to have one of their boys in the team. That's messed up, though, man. There shouldn't be any quota. Who cares about league MX? If if the, if none of them are good enough to go, then they shouldn't go. For the club owners. But I mean... I agree. 
That's like uh, puppets, puppet mastery stuff. But I, but I mean, these these the Liga MX is is developing the players, so they should have to an extent, you know. Uh, they should be represented to an extent. Well, I mean, then if that's what you want, then produce good players. <laughs> right? Oh, yeah, yep. yeah. 100%. Yeah, okay. Now, like I said, I mean, if, you know, I, you know, after, after the, you know, the, you know, the, 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 the godsons and the nephews and my, you know, my cousin's kids, uh, farms are, are dried out, you know, where, where does Mexico go look for, go look for players and where they're going to look for players in addition to Mexico is, is here in the U S and that's going to continue. And it sounds like Mr. DeClos is going to make sure that that, uh, continues for the foreseeable future. So we're good luck. I don't, I don't, I don't think it's going to be very bright, but. Wait, but, but Chiquis. Good luck. To, good luck to him. Chiquis next, next season. What, what is uh Salcedo? Salcedo could very well feature for the next season cycle. So you have Salcedo and, uh, and, and this Chiquis, guy, you're, Jonathan. You're a numbers guy, right? Chiquis. I, I gave my numbers. We've lost nine. Jesse no, no, I'm talking about those. Numbers. I mean, but we're gonna, we're gonna win and lose. I mean, that's gonna happen. I mean, you you can't control that. Really, nobody cared about losing those. It's no big deal. Well, no one. And, and you know what? You know, Mexico's gonna win some. Then no one's gonna care about those as well. It's, it's, it's just exactly. it's just how it's gonna happen. It's a numbers game. That's what I'm saying. That the, and, it's gonna, and it's gonna happen. Yeah, but but also in the past we worked differently, Chiquis. This is my, this my is now like famous. My Dennis trust. doing stuff differently. Let me put it to this my way: if if Mexico wasn't scouting the Mexican American uh, population here in the states, you would be furious. I would be. Yeah, I, I would. I would. Uh, yeah, I think with due due diligence, you need to scout. But that, that's that's what they're doing. I don't trust the Mexican American talent to be any good. Just like I don't. Oh. Trust, <laughs> just, just like I don't trust American talent to be any good. Wow. Man, you got I think something that, against the a, region there. Um. I think Mexican American, and I've, I've something talked, in the water. I've Jeez. talked about this. It's it's really well, hard you went, over here. You went all you went all pern on us, man. You just just he did. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, I've, t- I've talked about this, and, and and Ronnie makes fun of me. And stuff. I'm out. <laughs> when I went to when I went to San Miguel de Allende, I talked about this already. Kids are playing in the park, knocking over old ladies, playing soccer. Here, that doesn't happen. You only hey, Dan, you did, did, were there pickup soccer games in your neighborhood when you were growing up? Hey, no. Me? Oh, Dan. No. Dan, yeah. At least not in my circle of friends, no. We're, so we're, that's, like, that's, like, why, like, that's why there's no like ball in, in, in parks and stuff? Yeah, were, absolutely. No, 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 in parks, that's for no. sure. Every day? Every day. Soccer parks? Soccer fields? No. Parks. Like regular parks. Patch of grass. I was playing. A, I played. played in a baseball field. Patch of grass. I'm talking. Yeah, about, it, I'm it, talking it, about La Plaza. I played Just in fucking Lolo, man. Trees. What? In between trees, benches. <coughs> no. The fountain, right around the fountain, you got to you got to dribble. Damn. Did you guys have trees, benches, and fountains in, in the neighborhood where you grew up? Those became uh, the goalposts. There goal was a post. fountain. Yes. <laughs> you know, uh, we had more parks than plazas. You know. 
The, the numbers are on my side. The numbers are on my side. The proof is on my side. Hey, that's I'll, I'll fine. Wait. All I'm wait saying, hope for something better. All I'm saying, Chickies, is if you if you can scout either 100 or 120 players, would you rather scout 120? The what? If you if you if you could scout either 100 players or 120 players, wouldn't you rather scout 120 players? Yeah, sure. I, I don't know how that applies so, to this. Oh, John, all, what, all what, you're what, doing this is just adding to the spectrum. Oh yeah. Yeah, I agree. All you're doing. Yep. Yes, Dan. If what, what do you think the percentages of players that are being looked at in the U.S. compared to the the, the amount of players that are being looked at in Mexico? Mexican players or are players for you know that, that would play like on dual Mexico? nationals? Yeah, yeah. Just like if, if you were to look at all the the amount of players that are that are being scouted, oh, like like at the any entirety of scouting. Yeah, uh, coming. I, I, I would, I'll probably put the split like. At the most, maybe like like maybe ten, ten to between ten and fifteen. Then I was thinking under so, ten, probably. Yeah, but okay. At the, yeah, that, that would be at the most. Yeah, so so I mean, if 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 we're only talking ten percent of, of the scouting that 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 you're, how much of that ten percent? How can you expect a star to come out of that ten percent? I mean, it, the likelihood is, is that you're going to get the bulk of your best players out of that other ninety. Since we're talking numbers, right? But all you need is one to be great, and and even serviceable is is like this yeah, kid I mean, doesn't I mean, have yeah. to be a star. I mean, if he could be the next Torado or something, you know, or or I mean, I know it's not his makeup, but I mean, but I'm just saying if he can be a really serviceable player, a good professional, then I'm sure Monterrey is very happy with him right now. Yeah, absolutely. So. And that's and that's not a small feat. What he's doing, playing for with a team that with the payroll that they they met with the team with the stack team that they have. I mean, they he benched a a fringe um, national team player, Jesus Zavala, who's tall. Apparently, apparently I'm Molina. Tall. Oh yeah, it was it was Molina? That's right. I get those two confused because they're both tall. <laughs> Who I was a fan of too. I like them. But anyways. I just, I, I just, yeah. I mean, to me, it's you know, if, if it works out, great. If it doesn't, it's uh, you know. I certainly don't. I certainly don't 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 share um, Beto's pessimism, though. That's for sure. I, I don't think that the, the, it's, it's nearly as bleak coming, as he's. Uh, yeah, he was uh, he was coming hard. Yeah, it, it's just it's just my experience, and 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 granted, I would have a better experience if I lived in like Southern California, if I had if I had Juan Juan's ex- experience. And seeing the talent, like even the video he put, I think, I assume that's in California of the little Pumas team. Um, that, 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 it, that sort of impresses. But I think the, there's too many distractions in the U.S. for, for Mexican American kids. You get into the culture of NFL and NBA and. Yeah, but again, but you guys, you guys are generalizing so much about, about what, 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 what you think might be. And, you know, I mean, I, I mean, it's just, it's, it, it's a general distraction that's out there. It's a distraction that's out there for all U.S. kids. In Mexico, but the same distra- I, I see what but, you but mean now. They, they have the same distractions in Mexico, chiquis. Yeah, once, only that's once a while, job. whenever the NFL is in Mexico City. There's other professional sports in the country that are being played at a really high level. They have the same distractions. But the number one sport in Mexico is soccer. They, there's even, like, whenever the U.S.-Mexico rivalry started, uh, the oh. whole campaign was, this is our sport. 
I'm siding with Al here in the sense that like I would one thing I noticed here with a lot of the kids, it's the sports are seasonal, especially because they're very mainstream. And I would see that when where I would the park I would go play. Uh so I was I was I play with the paisas and uh man we played soccer year round but we had to wait because uh you had the kids that would be playing baseball and then you had the kids that would go and play American football. And and for a lot of kids, even a lot of Mexican American kids, even some of them that would play soccer, they would they would play some of those sports first, including basketball. So whatever whatever sport was being played at the time, they would they would play it, you know. So it was like baseball season, basketball, pointy ball. I'll tell you what, man, I went to Querétaro the in the summer. I played like three hours of Football, uh, like little, uh, what is it called? Indoor with some, with some panzon Mexican dudes. Football sala. <laughs> yeah. Dude, uh, these, guys, these guys were good. Young kids, old kids, they were all. I've, I haven't. Panza de chelero. I haven't played with such good players like in a long time. And they're like old dudes, man. Panzon dudes. It's like. <laughs> You you grow up with the sport. You grow up with the ball at your feet from young I, age. I played against against a panzón like that in in Argentina. Also, uh, it was also uh, indoor, and uh, they were laughing. They said that uh, he did a feint with his panza. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> he turned his waist and his panza went one way, but he, he cut the other. <laughs> That's great. I still can master That's pretty that. Funny. But... Yeah, <laughs> and it goes to like wasn't when I was in the Air Force, we had intramural soccer uh, tournaments, and these were like guys where they, they were all into soccer. Um, it was it was embarrassing how how much we would I would just dominate them. There was like people's wives saying like I would I would I would block the ball with my body, like let the ball be in, and people would run into my body, and they were like, "Hey, that's a foul! What are you doing?" And I'm like, "What the? What is going on? <laughs> you don't know what this sport is or what?" And it was just like. The, the the level was just so poor, and of course you're saying that that that, that 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 it was so bad that you who sucks was yeah, the yeah, best. Yeah. Well, I mean I'll, I'll say I'm average. I'll downplay me a little bit. I'll say I'm average. These guys were were pitiful. And granted, this wasn't uh, Raza, so I don't have the su- Southern California or border town like Mexico. Yeah, but it's the airport. Yeah. Actually, actually, on my team, we had a bunch of Chilenos and some other dudes. I forget who else. And, and we, we were pretty good. International, so. international team. Yeah. Chicas, whatever Perfect you with that, man. Man. We're echoing again. We're echoing again. Oh, jeez. It's my sister. Chiquis fuera. You, uh, you know one thing? One thing I noticed, John, too, that I think hurts here, like the, the culture of the sport so like I, I like with uh, AYSO, which is one of the biggest for youth, and and they have, I'm pretty sure it's AYSO. Uh, too bad Juwan's not here right now, but they have like this rule where it's like the team has to be disassembled at the end of the season. So so basically, you you get randomly thrown into teams once. Uh, yeah, but but those are recreational leagues. Those aren't development leagues. No, no, I know, but but I mean, it's it's different than when when 
you know, in other countries where, where since little kids, they're in the same team and you have kids growing up with, you know, playing together and they're more likely to, to get better. Than, yeah, but, I mean, than... but, but that happens on, on development teams all the time. I mean, that's, I mean, the AYSO, I mean, that's like, I mean, you know, the, you know, dads are deciding who, who goes on those teams. No, no, but I'm saying it's 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 the, like the rule thing where it's like you go and you can't choose the players; they they get assigned to you, right? And and then at the end of the season, uh, that's it. That was there's like you're yeah, only meant to have, to have the rules where every kid has to play and all the other stuff. I mean, yeah, it's just... yeah. But I'm saying I think stuff like that kind of hurts. It kind of well, hurts sure. the, but, the but sport I mean, again. I mean, but it doesn't happen in the on the development side though. The tenth place medals and all that. Oh. <laughs> well, see, I mean, and that's the difference. You know, as Chico was saying, is that you know, in 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 Mexico and other countries, they don't they don't have that organization. They just have they just play a heck of a lot more pickup games. Yeah, no, but but see, even like when it was in college, where like the college season for soccer was like what two months here. Yeah, exactly. It's it goes from September to. Yeah, and then it's it's yeah, done so, by, so, by December, so like three months. Yeah, and, and you're competing with some Brazilian kid that's playing year round, man. I mean, you're well, just... not only that, but you're also competing against a Brazilian kid who's not only competing against year round, but is also a professional and has been a professional for. Yeah, that's three, that's three, their main thing. You know, which is why I, you know, again, I, I cannot stress how important it is for, for 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 for, for Mexican players, Mexican agents. To uh, start looking at, at at MLS for for for, for possibilities because I think that that's gonna you know again you but, can't expand the player pool without expanding your player pool. I, I you know I forgot who was talking about this and I heard about it recently and he was talking about why the under twenty leagues or the youth leagues in Mexico because they created some youth leagues how they're not that good because he says that the pressure isn't there you know. You don't have that pressure to succeed as as if you were playing in the first or even second division teams. Right. And uh yeah, it's it's it was a, another complaint I saw when uh once Chivas sold, you know, their second division team, Tapatio, and because the, so before they would have the players in Tapatio and then they would the best ones they would come to the first team in Chivas. So after they sold it they will loan a few of them, but but uh, the most of them were playing at the under twenty team, and and the, the coaches were saying these guys are you know they, they can't hang once we put him in the first team because they're playing against a bunch of twenty year olds. Yeah, and less less competition and less pressure. Uh, so I think that's that's one thing that that's missing right here like in this country. It's like that that pressure to to do good is just not there. Well, that could certainly uh, uh, be a part of it. Now, before we wrap it up, because I mean, we need to get going here, I have a, I personally have to catch an early flight to uh, Pittsburgh tomorrow. But I do want to uh, uh, get your thoughts, Joel, on uh, on, uh, on a couple of things. One, the uh, the uh, Alani situation. You know, again, you know, Chivas. You know, once they finally uh, stepped on the rake and it didn't hit him in the face. You know, by by. <laughs> You know, announcing that that, he, that hey, he's going to play with Chivas after all. So, so uh, who uh, who who comes out smelling like a rose? And, and anybody, or they all just look like just buffoons? 
now they all, they all look bad to me, John. They they all look bad. Um, well, maybe I love these not so much, but I, I do think uh, Igera messed up because, and, and to me, it's part of like not having that communication with Almeida. So I'm gonna stick to my guns there and say that their communication's not that all great because you have you have. I think with with a player like Alanis, at the point where you have one year left in his contract, that's when you should be looking into, okay, are you going to sell him or are you going right. to extend them? Is, is he on your plans? And for them not to do anything, and then you're down to six months where it's like, okay, now he could live on a free to go abroad, which was there were some teams already waiting, saying, well, we'll just wait six months and get you for free. Uh so that I, I don't blame him for wanting more money because he's, he has a good chance of going to the World Cup, uh, and then Chivas could sell him. So I, I think they should have just given him his his wage increase, you know. Uh, and, and the whole and then the whole thing you can see how much of a mess it is with Almeida saying the club policy is not to have not to play players that are six months. They have just six months on the contract. Yeah, you, they, what, if that was. Or, what a, what a ridiculous thing to make make the poor coach. I mean, I mean, he was under orders. Do you think he honestly yeah. wanted to say that? He's probably like 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 pushing back the bile as he was, yeah, having, it, he was having to say that. Yeah, that's so dumb. Because if that's the point, then dude, the the, the transfer market you could have just sold him. You could have just sold him a few weeks back, or or why even extend the goalkeeper Kota, who's only staying for six months? So it's it's it was just bad all around. Um, just bad, like not. I think right. they didn't communicate well. But then Al- Almeida's now saying that he does want the player, that he's always wanted him. So you obviously have to, if you're Higuera, you know, you gotta be kind of pissed off, you know. Well, yeah, I mean, you that's I mean, like that's the, the whole the thing. Players. I mean, they, they, all three of them had a different story. All three, the player, <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry, the coach, the uh, the GM and 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 the owner they all had a different story with what yeah, happened. Yeah, but Vergara so. comes in like he didn't know what was going on. You know, he's like, "What's what's this noise?" I think he's been on it since the beginning. Now, but yeah, yeah it's, so. it's it's all bad. Um, and and it's kind of difficult for for Alanis because going into the World Cup, um, you have to be signed to a Liga MX team. To be part of it, so they could use they they could he could still not make the squad, you know, right? Just based on that, uh, they could just boot him out. So I I think he should have. I don't know. It's a tough spot, John. I don't I don't know what I would do, man. I <laughs> I think all sides messed up here, at least to an extent. Well, hopefully it won't affect them that much. They have a they have a big home opener against uh, against Cruz Azul. Uh, Carlos Fierro makes his triumphant return to Gulit. To, to and well, is he going to play? El lagrimas, el lagrimas is the Esmeralda. Um, right. No, probably not. I heard he's he came overweight. Really? Much, uh, that was his, maybe he maybe he liked Haggis, liked Haggis a little too much. <laughs> Haggis. <laughs> Over in uh, yeah. over in Scotland, no, they got they have a big game against Cruz Azul, uh, the the home opener. It's going to be uh, 
it's going to be you know, you know that's, that's as as it always is when uh, when those two teams play you know get together it's just a, just a good game and uh, hopefully for for Chivas fans they'll get uh, they'll get their first points and and hopefully for Cruz Azul they'll actually score a goal they haven't scored a goal in a while so they need to they need to get on that uh, yeah and they just lost their Copa match uh, against one of the Senso teams Oof. so. Yeah, <laughs> and then of course, uh, of course, you know the, the the greatest bit of news of the whole weekend was that uh, was that Chivas came from behind to win. I'm sorry, did I say Chivas? I meant Pumas. Good lord! Oh. Good <laughs> I lord. saw that comeback. It was it what, was very nice, John. Me estoy avergonzado. That was a very. I saw the comeback. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, again, Pumas is a totally different team when they have Nico Castillo. I mean, he he is that important to them that that, that yeah. having him on the pitch, you know, gives them, you know, a a a one hundred percent chance more of winning than when he is not playing. When they have a zero percent chance of winning, and, and that's what we're hoping that Chivas that Pulido is because he kind of hasn't been. He came up big in the in the final, you know. He's come up big a few right. times, but his consistency has been poor. Yeah, he and is. well, he also remember he was hurt. He was hurt last. Uh... Yeah, yeah, no, I know, but still, it's, I mean, I, I mean, I give him massive credit. He came up big in that one final, but even in the lead up to the final, he hadn't been, he hadn't been doing good. Oh, they were, they were, they were calling you out on the chat, man. Someone says, yeah, yeah, déjate de vamos Oh snap! I like the honesty. Richard <laughs> says that. Says, yeah. Oh, Richard is is abusive, man. I'm going to. Uh, yeah, you're gonna have to write a, 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 a strongly worded letter. Strongly worded letter. Words heard, man. Pobrecito, Juan. I want to play the 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 the. What was the name of the of, of the, the ball in Mexico? That was it. The Yorona was it. The the really oh man. I wish I could remember that. The Yora Yora mueve sus manitas. <laughs> yes, no idea hey, hey, John. No. Yes. Uh, did did your boy uh, respond um, on Twitter? Which one? Oh, I was um, a little bit confused. Uh, yeah, because I, I I was trying to do uh, 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 Rigo's Twitter. And I don't remember what the hell it is. So I always do like Meech because he's like Michelada, and, and I thought that it had called his up, and I didn't check it. I ended up sending it to to Michelle Richaud, who's now the uh, the director deportivo of Zacatepec, who I would love to have on our show. I think that'd be a very interesting uh, conversation and topic to have with him about uh, being being at a, at a team in the Liga Ascenso. You know, Zacatepec to me is like, is like one of the one of the romantic uh, teams that, that play Mexico. I would, I would love to see them back in. Uh, in uh in Liga MX. In fact, wasn't Zacatepec Joel the team that uh, that Chava uh, that Chava Iglesias was was, was sending the plays to? <laughs> it, was, it was probably a fictitious team though. I don't... Yeah. No, I think it was Zacatepec. <laughs> no, but I think they had like a different a different uh like they were like tarantulas or something like that. Well, no, no, no. I mean, I mean, that was the the team that ended up, yeah. But, uh, but no, but he he, he sent stuff over to yeah. To he, he took, he took yeah. pictures of the of the tactics. 
Yeah, so that was that was a mistake by me. It was uh, you know you you can't edit oh, okay. tweets. I so didn't I, I didn't pick up the name right away, and I was like, absolute. No, 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 Michelle. Uh, he uh, uh, he's uh, the the gentleman who uh, you, you might know him from the the, the, the he was like the, the the math ways when it came to the uh, the FIFA ranking. Uh, you know, he like would start right after the World Cup ends because that's when they start calculating for the next one, and then he would project uh, out to where where Mexico would end up on the ranking. So uh, he he was very well studied in, in, in the ins and outs of the. Uh, the formulas of how they calculate the uh, the FIFA ranking. So he was one that always would keep us up to date. And uh, you know, he, like I, mean, I remember in the, in the last two games, it was like there's a 97 percent chance that Mexico will make it to the uh, you know we'll, we'll be in the, at least in pot two. And uh, of course, that's when you know when Trinidad scores a goal, like well, there's your, there's your three percent right there. Mexico yeah. lose that game. Oof. But uh, yeah, so he uh, and then and now he's the. Uh, the director deportivo of Zacatepec. So hopefully, hopefully we'll have him on. Uh, we'll have him on soon. He also won our fantasy league last year. Uh, he was having a very mediocre season. He came out of nowhere in, in the playoffs and just got just got ultra hot. As 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 happens in Liga MX all the time in Liga. Yes, the teams that, you know the teams that come in hot are the ones that uh, are the ones that do well. So so he'll have some explaining to do about that cuz I was uh, I was uh, ranked number 1 that season and I got taken out in the semifinals it was it was rough it was rough but anyway we digress we digress and then and then the last thing uh, Joel uh, before we wrap it up uh, uh, we had uh, chicharito news on the lista transferibles will he play at chivas <clears throat> coming up this season Probably on loan. I could see I'm going on loan because, I mean, you're going into the World Cup, so you need some playing time. So you think it, you think it could happen? You think that it, the, the possibilities are there for just for... on prestamo? Though I don't, I don't see she was right. You, you gotta say it when when uh, Bella went to LAFC. He said we don't have MLS money. Right. Uh, so and then and, and that was to pay Bella wages, uh, Chicharo's wages. I'm quite sure they're higher. So, uh, so what what, alone, what, 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 what percentage would you put that at? What, what, how, what, what do you feel? If the club's willing to loan him out, or if there's like a deal over like LAFC buys him and then loans him out, I'll put it at 60. 60%. So, 60% yeah. that Chivas fans in the upcoming season could be. <laughs> He needs to get his mojo back, John. He does. He could, he could probably do it back at Chivas. He's got – so there's 20 days here because I think that winter transfer market closes on the 31st. What is the uh, only other team that Chicharito you think would play for if it wasn't Chivas? So I think Chivas is the only team, period, in the story. No, no, any any team. I think even even if America dropped, dropped the right coins, he would go. You Chicharito would go to America? Yeah, Tigres was saying, yeah, any, any man, even, even El Mas Macho went to America, you know. You know, somebody who once won a title at Chivas is not very happy with you. Y usted no me va a decir, ¿qué carajo tengo que hacer? (laughs) Hey man, I never expected Pelayes or Luis Garcia to end up at Chivas. 
or even Carlos Hermosillo, and, and they did. That's true. You know, and, and these were very iconic players. Uh, so yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't see why not. Especially if it's just on loan, you know, he's not exactly closing his career there. Um, but I have a feeling he might not, he might not even, <laughs> I don't, I don't know, man. He, he, I think he does have some love for Chivas, but if the money's right, he, he might retire elsewhere. Or, or he could come when he's viejito, you know, like 40. Well, the, so I guess that's the thing, though. Is it, is, is this, is, is the David Moyes sale, is it, uh, is it speeding up the process? Is it, is it expediting the Chicharito to LAFC inevitability? Yeah, man, that's some bad luck. <laughs> End up with Moyes again. It really was. I mean, it was just, it was just harsh. And, 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 and we talk all the time, Joel, you know, what, what's, you know, as uh, you can have all the talent, but if the coach doesn't like you, you know, it's not like other sports where they have unlimited substitutions. I mean, if you're not playing, you're not playing. Yeah. Same happened at Leverkusen. Once the coach left, his productivity fell. Yep. You know, and then like, and then Moise, I heard he was putting some other guys that aren't even strikers. He was. Right. So I don't, I don't know, man. I, I'm like, why, why stay over there, man? Right. Well, when Moise came over, left for him. and knowing they have Andy Carroll on, on on the roster, there's no way that Moise is going to pick Chicharito over Andy Carroll. It's just not going to happen. It's because because Moise yeah. likes like, well likes the gigantic strikers. Yeah, just just come over here, Cheech. I don't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't begrudge him. Okay. So. uh Chicharito, you know how like when you go to the eye doctor and you go, is it lens number two or lens number three? All right, so, <laughs> yeah, so. but you know what? Even I'm gonna say this, John. Even if he went to America, I would wish him well because this is probably his last World Cup. Okay, no, I, I, I for Mexico, man. I think I, he's I just gonna want play to see him more, do good. I think he's gonna play one more because I, I think at 32, you can still you can still score goals. All right, so if if no, if, he, he's gonna be older. He's like twenty nine right now. No, he's twenty eight. If uh, if if not, uh, Chivas. What about Manchester United? Do you think Manchester? Do you think there's a chance that he'll go to Manchester United on loan? I would I would love that, John. I know. I'm, not, I'm past, not asking. Uh, I'm not asking which, what, what, how you how do you feel about it? I'm, I'm asking what, what you think. The oh. I don't know because um, before he before he signed with uh, West Ham, Mourinho had been praising Chicharo, and he had been saying had he been, you know, that he would have never sold Chicharo, and how at the United team he would have he would have already had X amount of gold. Right. And so I was I was thinking, is this guy trying to get him? You know, and they do play. They are in the Champions League. I mean, it makes it, it makes it, yeah. you know, obviously much more. Tra- and and on top of everything else, I'm not saying that he's a Manchester United legend, but but he's definitely he's definitely you know has has nestled into you know soft spots of of Mancunian hearts for sure. So you know he definitely uh, will have fan support. So uh, 
Yeah, um, but but I'm saying I I thought uh, Mourinho really, and they could have easily gotten him, um, but he didn't. So I don't I don't know. I don't know, man. Yeah, that's true too. He could have uh, uh, certainly uh, snatched him up. But he... And then this guy just just recovered, all right. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, even extended his contract. Slatan. Uh, yes, he did. He did indeed. So, so that might have closed the door on that. Right. And then the other uh, option would be he probably he probably is going to end up just staying at Manchester United. Yeah. I'm sorry, at West Ham United, at West Ham United. I'm getting my, my teams confused tonight. <laughs> I gotta I gotta I yeah. gotta lay off the PCP when I'm doing the show. He he could stay and fight for a spot. I mean he's done it before. And uh when he was at Madrid and then he would he would catch fire and then the coach the coach will bench him for a month. Right. <laughs> that was that was very frustrating. So, so we're we're looking at you. You said about forty percent, or you or you say sixty percent, Chivas, Chivas, and then LAFC. Yes, if if uh, if like KFC, well, who knows, man? I mean, I mean, sometimes when they're trying to get rid of a player, they don't they won't do the loan thing because they just want to straight sell them out. Right. But it could also work for them because if after the World Cup, Chicharro does good, you, you could sell them for more money. Exactly. So it's good. It, it's just, I mean, if you're not going to use them, you've already said you're not going to, you know, then yeah, it, it's a, it, it's a good, uh, it's a good business, uh, business practice for that to happen. So, so, so I'm just going to throw numbers out. See if you agree. So you're saying about it's going to be about 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 40. Manchester United, about 40 stays, oh, I'm sorry, 40 uh, Chivas. No, man, man, you, I'm not. I'm not. Man, man, you, that door is closed. So it's a 50-50. Chivas stays at West Ham. Wait, did, did you hear any rumors on that? Or, or... Oh, I didn't hear any rumors. Or are you just bringing I'm, it up? I'm just bringing it up. Okay, then no. No, it's that door closed. The door and window is closed. So... So no Manchester, so much to answer for. For uh, I could see a loan deal. I know Tigres wanted. I think Tigres. I heard some rumors that Tigres might push for him. I could see Tigres paying him, giving him a nice, you know, a nice deal. Uh, I don't. I only see Chivas getting him on loan. Chivas will not buy him. They don't have that money. Right. Uh, the only way I see Machuas is if, like, LAFC buys him and then they loan him out. All right. Well, I I personally, um, and I said earlier, I think there's a 60% chance that he stays at West Ham. I don't think he's really going to go. Uh, anyway, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll see what uh, we'll see what happens with uh, with that. Danny, I, th- I threw a little Smith's reference for you. I, I, I didn't know if you didn't know if you caught it. I was, I was hoping you did. Manchester? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, good. I was I was hoping you caught that. Yeah. I was in the bathroom and I could yeah. Oh yeah, well, okay. Yeah. Well <laughs> Suffer little children indeed. <laughs> I don't I don't I don't even have a good uh a good little 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 audio drop for that. 
Yeah, we'll, we'll, you'll have to work on one for me, please. Yeah, well, uh, hopefully. Uh... You should have turned the audio. You should have turned the audio on while you were. Uh... No, that's Remember? Ronnie's. Uh, that's Ronnie's bit. <laughs> <laughs> we could have recorded that audio. That's uh, that, that's that's uh, that, that's that's audio. I don't need to hear, <laughs> frankly. So. Well, chickies, do you have any? Uh, do you have, do you have any chicharito? Any chicharito? <laughs> uh, hopefully, he stays in Manchester or in uh, Manchester in West Ham. Look at that man, it's going to happen. It's all in your guys' uh, psyche. Because <laughs> uh, I'm going to. Well, if he goes to Manchester, which I doubt it, but I'm I'm going to the West Ham Manchester United game in March. So hopefully, I get to see some chicharito. No, that's right. That's right. You are going to that. Hopefully, uh, hopefully it'll work out for you. Well, maybe maybe you you'll see him either way. Yeah, yeah. So you're going over to London. Yes. Is it just you? Or are you? Uh... uh, the whole family, but uh, to the game it'll just be me, my dad and I. Oh wow! They'll well, be going have... around, going you'll to you'll... Harry Potter places or Big Ben or wherever. Look, kids. Diagon Alley. Big Ben Parliament. <laughs> <laughs> Want to go mess with that? Uh, the soldier, the. That stands there. Oh, at Buckingham Palace. Yeah. The changes. Yeah, I'm sure that that that, that never happens. Now London's supposed to be really cool. So I've never had a chance. I've never had the pleasure. I'm sure it's. Uh, I mean, it's one of the world's great cities. I'm sure they'll have a great time. So. It'll be good. Yep. So you so you you, you think he should just stay there, stay at West Ham, selfishly. Yep, selfishly. And and I was gonna say. I guess earlier, I don't know if this topic came up, but I sort of tend to lean toward, toward maybe not <clears throat> Chicharito when uh, there's other players who can take his place, but but players that have shown quality, even though they might not getting get all the playing time in Europe, um, I, I would still lean towards them above any like other Liga MX player that's you know maybe not the greatest. Well, the only one right now is is Oribe. I mean, there's really no other Mexican striker that's that's doing. Uh, I mean, there just isn't. I know Victor Guzman scored a lot of goals, but he's a you know he does that at a position where Mexico is probably at the deepest, which is the midfield. Yeah, like say say Oribe is getting gets a couple goals, gets way more playing time than Chicharito and Vela. Uh, I'd still lean towards Vela <laughs> over Oribe. <laughs> Which doesn't really make sense, but just based on the quality of talent the player has and the history. Wait, wait! I, I with all this talk of um, loaning players, should we be worried that Tavo Santos and Bella are not going to be playing for a couple months? Well, they're going to start their preseason here. Uh... In a little bit, I mean, they're going to start playing in March, so I mean, they're 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 going to be fresh. Okay, okay. Estaba norteado. All right, never mind. So, are you are you going to go to the first uh, Classico Angelino there, or I guess the the newest Hope. version of the Classico Angelino? Yes, hoping. Uh, I mean, they're playing. Cent. Like right across the street from each other, right? Oh no, they're playing down in Carson. I keep thinking that somebody's playing in the Coliseum. No, 
Carson is a bit further off, but that was actually still. really funny. Did you see that whole the when they announced their their schedule? LAFC. Yeah, they did what? like a like 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 a game show type. It was like like a like a like an old airport uh, travel thing. Did you see what what what, oh. what what they used for when they were when they were going to play down at LA Galaxy? What city they used? No. But like it says Seattle, side, but... it says Seattle, oh. Vancouver, you know, Dallas, Houston, NYFC, Carson. <laughs> oh, Carson! <laughs> That's pretty brilliant. They had a different one where it's like their first, uh, like their first game, and it's where you like drop a ball, kind of like the plinko, I think it's called. Right. And it looked like it was gonna land on LA, but it landed like on. Some other team for their first friendly. Yeah, their their marketing media has been pretty good for uh, LAFC. They they've been doing a pretty good job. They have indeed. Well, gentlemen, it's uh, probably a good 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 spot for us to wrap it up tonight. Uh, we do thank everybody for joining us, and uh, like I mentioned earlier, uh, you know, if you guys have any questions, please uh, feel free to. Drop us a line. I don't follow the chat as often as I should, unfortunately, but I do have some folks that have been on, on the chat tonight. Uh, we do appreciate that. Uh, thanks to uh, MJP and and uh, Richard Flores for, for joining us and Bill Mann for saying hello on the chat. We do appreciate that and appreciate uh, the questions we got on Twitter. Again, uh, you can follow us at, we're at CantinaMX underscore pod on Twitter. Like us on Facebook. We have a page on Facebook, facebook.com, CantinaMX's podcast. You can like us there, and of course, you can uh, subscribe to this page on YouTube, and you can subscribe to our our podcast, and of course, give us a review. Uh, I know that uh, we could certainly use the the the, the feedback, uh, both positive and negative. We certainly, uh, you know, we're not uh, we're not chionis here, at least not that I'm aware of. I haven't seen some of you guys in a while. I'm not sure if you guys have turned into chionis or not. I know, I know, I'm. I'm yeah, at, least not, at least not about that. I've been meaning to try the Soylent diet. How can you eat anything with the word Soylent in it? <laughs> I'm just kidding. I mean, who markets that stuff? Seriously. Did they not see the movie? I don't know. Which, which movie, John? Soylent Green. Have you not seen Soylent Green? Oh, man, no. no. So, so like on Netflix? It's with Charlton Heston, and it's this 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 man, this amazing food that everyone's eating called Soylent Green. Oh, this is going way has, back. No, oh, yeah, and it has so the great. Turns into like a blob. Well, it's a yeah, but what what, what it, he finds out what Soylent Green is made out of, and he has a he has a great. Oh my God, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to find this for you guys. <laughs> I mean, this is he has a great uh, he has a great line at the end. I'm not gonna spoil it for you because I'm, I'm I want to play it for you here. It sounds more like it was. A warning. Oh, it was definitely a warning. It was definitely a warning. Let's see if I can. Uh... <coughs> see now you've challenged me, Hoan. I've noticed. Uh, I noticed a lot of IT guys um, talk about that eating that stuff. I don't. I don't know too much about it. Here you go. Here you go. Here's the. They're making our food out of people. Expect they'll be breeding us like cattle. For food. You gotta tell them. You gotta tell them. Promise, Tiger. I promise. I'll tell the exchange. Tell everybody. 
Listen to me, Hatcher. You gotta tell him Silent Breed is people. We gotta no. stop him. <laughs> there you go. So that's the. Uh, what, that was what the thing about Carlton Heston. Damn. It's yeah, so intense. So you're reading people, Chiki, I think is what it boils down to. Soylent is people. No, it's with that, that Soylent stuff is it's supposed to be healthy, but it it's not too good for, for guys. Well, I mean, I think even for girls, but I think if, if you drink it in excess, because it, it, uh, it builds up your estrogen. So it'll throw your body off whack. Uh, so, Evita yeah. So Evita el exceso, man. As in all things. Well, gentlemen, we have a, 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 a week ahead of us, and then uh, at the end of the month, we'll have a we'll have a friendly. We we'll have some other stuff to talk about, but uh, our conversation here has ended on the Cantina Mickey's podcast. I want to thank uh, Chiquis for joining us. Thank you, Albert Campa, down in Kyle, Texas. Thanks for uh, setting it up and hosting. Thanks for being late the last two weeks. Yeah, well, uh, we'll uh, we'll cobrar factura next week. Yep, fun time. Daniel Preciado out in California. Thank you very much, sir. Fun as always, John. I'm gonna I'm gonna try, Dan. From this is my my one of my 2018 goals to sneak in a Smiths reference in every show. I was thinking that if I ever get to writing, I wanted to do the same. I got. I remember when, I, when 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 Mexico announced the black uniforms. I wrote a I wrote a piece on on big soccer, where I said yeah. Mexico wants to feel as, you know, I forget what the line. I feel as black on the outside as black as they do on the inside. <laughs> it's a great. Yeah, line. it is a great line. And I think that you even pointed out, hey, nice reference. Yeah. Yeah. Indeed. But anyway, yeah. So it was. Uh, Fun times again, Dan. We'll I'll talk to you next week. Hopefully, uh, Santos will remain in first place next week. And of course, uh, we can't uh, ignore Joel Aceves. Joel, thank you very much for joining us. Uh, congratulations oh, on your anniversary. Yes, my my quinceanera of following uh, reporting on football. Uh, yeah, as always, glad to be here. Glad to be part of the. Cantina. It's how it, it's how you've been able to retire early, Juan. All the all the uh, <laughs> the big bucks you made writing uh, writing about I, Mexican soccer. I kind of did retire early, John. The game doesn't need me anymore. Um, <laughs> it's a young man's game, Juan. It is. It is. I'm, I'm not gonna lie, man. I'll see some of the articles or stuff, and I was like, who who reads this? And then. You see the likes and retweets, and I was like, oh, man. Yeah, this isn't for me. Just really basic stuff a lot of times, you know? Right. No, I understand. Yeah, congratulations on your anniversary. We're always thrilled uh, <laughs> that you, uh, that you uh, uh, help us out here in the Cantina Mekis podcast, and we'll talk to you next week. Hopefully, again, with, uh, with, with some positive Chivas news. Hopefully, yes, yes. Um, hopefully, Cheech joining, joining the, the regalia. Wow, wow, that would be good news for everybody. That you know, that that would be. I mean, that would be just. Uh, I mean, they might even have to bring. <laughs>
they might have to trot him out for that if that happened. I think that that, that, that could very well be the case. Well, we would do well. I want to thank y'all for joining us here on the Cantina Makers podcast. We ran a little, a little on tonight, but uh, we do appreciate y'all hanging with us. Again, you can listen to this in our previous editions on, uh, here on the YouTube channel. Please subscribe to our channel, or you can uh, download this in previous editions of our podcast from the Podcast Center on iTunes. My name is John Jagoo. Wish you guys uh, a very pleasant uh, rest of your week and weekend, and we will talk to you guys next week.